Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 168 of Thirst and Goal. I'm Franny Cross. For me is Ben, and we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe to our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search us in any podcatcher. Ben, how are you doing tonight? I am great. NFL Draft 2022 is in the books. It is. It the is. Undrafted free agents have been signed. The draft picks have been made. The spectacle in Las Vegas is over. Thank God. Uh, mercifully, because they didn't. I mean, I know 35 million people watched it, but it, I don't know why they watched. It. I watched oh. it, but it, I certainly wasn't enamored with the coverage. No, it was. It was. It was. Uh, the coverage was terrible. I mean. Why does it take now? This is a guy. Why does it take? I know every guy that's picked 175. Is gonna this be a, guy's the best. A difference maker at every position. Like one wide receiver is chosen, game changer. The next wide receiver, even though he's worse than the other wide receiver, game, game changer, changer for this team. And there were so many wide receivers taken in this draft. It's pretty crazy. No quarterbacks in the first. No one quarterback in the first round There's to one, the Steelers. Yeah. Ben, uh, and we'll talk about that for sure. But it was it was a pretty interesting draft considering not too many quarterbacks. Were actually taken in the first round except that one yeah follow the leader you're taking yeah. a wide receiver all right i'll take one <laughs> you're taking one i'll take one too well fuck that we're taking you know, aj brown nine, motherfucker. exactly the the move of the draft and it wasn't even a draft pick uh but nine trades in the first round multiple trades by defensive you know anxious riddled anxiety riddled teams in the second round that, that had to trade up two picks because they were afraid that the team that was going to draft next was going to take their pick even though that probably wasn't going to happen you just never know you can't read the other yeah. team's mind you um, just never know i mean howie roseman goes out well he doesn't go out with a bang but he has a great draft kevin colbert for the steelers goes out with a bang a uh, lot of interesting interesting storylines the seattle seahawks don't take a quarterback the atlanta falcons Ultimately, do take a quarterback, but not the quarterback that's ready to start. Mm -hmm. uh, so there were a lot of interesting moves made around the league. Uh, but by far, I think the and we'll we'll get into it. Uh, obviously, as Franny said, but I think the biggest move in the first round, outside of the Jets having a good first round, was was Howie Roseman being able to extract AJ Brown from the Tennessee Titans for a paltry one hundred million dollars, but with only fifty seven million dollars guaranteed on a four year deal, uh, a steal by all accounts, especially with that fifty seven million dollar uh guaranteed amount i think that was an amazing amazing steal for howie roseman in yeah, the first no. round that was i mean it was a great movie. i almost didn't believe it when i saw it i'm like yeah, no. is there I, a I, different aj brown that i'm funny, not aware it's, of it's, it's funny because i was i was watching i was watching and it just said trade on the screen obviously the coverage fucking sucked so they didn't say what was traded and then you start sending me these messages Wait, but, but they but they had an administrative professional <laughs> tell us the draft picks yeah I, but it, <laughs> like they couldn't even get like any hall of famers to give you the it was like yeah, franco harris yeah and 175 scrubs yeah exactly but I mean, it was it was it was interesting that they didn't explain exactly what happened in that moment because that was you know one of the biggest moments of the night, and and they didn't of the explain entire it. three days they did not explain it. I mean, you know, the, the it just showed that the Eagles traded their pick to the Titans, but that was it. They yeah. didn't say for what or anything. I just thought maybe the Eagles traded down, maybe got some extra picks, 
but they did not even say or mention that A.J. Brown was traded and you know, to the Eagles and signed to a $100 million contract. I mean, that, that's something that the, the folks on the broadcast should tell you right away. You know, especially if it's a move that big, I can't believe it. Yeah, I mean, but, to me, that was the that was the move of the draft because everyone else on the board is is speculation. Obviously, there's some some folks in the first round that are not so much speculation. They will they will be productive players right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of of the of the first day of the draft, uh, you know, with no quarterbacks really coming off the board except Kenny Pickett, to me, the, the most the most. Uh, news making event was Howie Roseman pulling off that trade with all the first round picks that you had already trading one away to the cheat to the saints for next year. So you still stack up on draft picks next year, had a pick in the first round and got AJ Brown in the first round. You know, I, I can't say enough about what Howie Roseman did in this particular draft after coming off some not so impressive drafts, every single draft in the past. Yeah. Uh, so give him credit for this particular draft. I mean, he did, he did bring the team, uh, you know, super bowl. It's, it's funny how much flack this guy has taken. And Nick Foles got released today. Why? Well, Maybe we should pick both. <laughs> we should look at you know what he wants in terms of money, which is probably not much uh, in, in 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 his current state. Um, but why not? Why not? Why not just throw a flyer out there? Or maybe the Seahawks. You know, maybe the Seahawks need yeah. a, another quarterback. Um, They're but, just trying to screw. They just take wide receiver, and, wide receivers, and offensive linemen to spite Russell Wilson. I feel like I, that, I, that was their entire game plan. That's was it. How? What would Russell Wilson have liked us to draft if he were here? <laughs> and we'll do that. But also interesting. Oh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it more. Right, but ben, how, but how was your week? My week was uh, it was a good week, Ben. I uh, I worked today. I don't usually work Saturdays. Uh, it was a long drive to work today. I don't usually work out in Ventura, but since I was out in Ventura today, which is about almost an hour away from where I live, I did stop and get some beer from Made West uh, Brewing out there, Ben. Fresh, fresh. It was it was uh, it was put in the growler today. So I mean, it should be a fresh. We'll talk about the beer too, but it was. I went out there. We have a few beers coming up in the next few podcasts from Made West. Yeah. But uh, it was it was a good week though. Man. Great what about brewery. you? Uh, not great, not great. I'm not gonna lie. It was not the best week that I've had, uh, but it was tolerable. And all things considered, I should consider myself lucky. Uh, had an interesting day today. Uh, lots of children. Uh, crawling That's all over right. me, That's so right. I'm a little bit tired. Uh, but Friday, what are you drinking over there? Their first communion. Yeah, first communion. First communion, lot, and uh, apparently. It's pawn your kids off on other people, that, uh, but I was so happy that, to do it. I like yeah, kids. I yeah, like kids. I know, but that's usually what and parents, they like me for some. Parents want a little bit of freedom every now and then. They're like, you know, just 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 get away from me and go go play with, you know. For some reason, yeah. I uh, I think it's as I've said to many people today. I think it's because I'm I'm closer in maturity to your children than I am to you. I think they could sense that, and that's why they're I think so. attracted I to think me. So. But I think both of us are kind of like that. Yeah. I think we both have that that, that kid. Inside of us, I could ben. go play with this, which is why we get we, we yeah. get along. We get exactly. along. We, we play with the Tonka trucks in the yard, of course. Yeah, fuck it. It's like I could, I could talk politics with this guy, or I could play with this this six year old. Politics. I'm going to play with the six year old. The six year old probably makes more <laughs> more sense with politics than the adult, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, but it was a fun day. It was a fun day. What are you drinking over there? For uh, tonight, Ben. I am actually continuing to drink. This is the third week in a row that I'm drinking the Cascadia Rye Whiskey, which has been finished in imported Portuguese port barrels with. A little bit of Coke and also a little bit of club soda. What about you, Ben? I am. I switched it up this week. I'm going back to the Leopold's American small batch gin from the gin hotbed of Denver, Colorado. Actually, no, it's a, it's, a, it's actually a really nice, straightforward, clean, 
small batch gin from Colorado. I'm mixing that with a little bit of club soda, a little bit of organic lime juice, mm-hmm. and a little bit. Oh, that's right, the of, lime juice. I didn't pour that in, into my. Yeah, uh, you got to check. Yeah, I know. Pour that in there. I, it's it's. I'm I'm already getting towards the end of this one already. And some lime wedges, but it, it actually this gin, Ricky, uh, trying to cut back a little bit on the sugar, and this is especially after having. Uh, uh, fast food last night, and then restaurant food today. So definitely, and I think they load Which up. Fast they food? load Which up fast on the, food. Did you have last night, Ben? A McDonald's, but it was awful. It was what sitting there have? since like three o'clock in the afternoon. I shouldn't have eaten it. As soon as I saw it, I knew I shouldn't have eaten it. I should have just went and got something else. Uh, Big Mac, but it, it 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 did not look like a Big yeah. Mac. You know what? Um, today I had uh, a double Del cheeseburger from Del Taco. Probably better than that McDonald's. You know, the McDonald's it, in uh, whatever <laughs> freaking town from in in Woodland Hills. The McDonald's in Woodland Hills yeah. definitely, you know, screwed me. Yeah, it, it's actually it's very underrated. I actually do enjoy the double Dell cheeseburger more than I probably enjoy you know Big Mac because it's very similar in its construction. You know, like t- double patties. It's got the Long Island uh, dressing and you know just the shredded lettuce. Um, and you know, tomato and everything, but it was, it was, I forgot because I used to eat those when I was drunk coming home, like when in my twenties and I, I haven't had one probably since then. And, uh, today I had one. I was like, now, now I remember why I used to order these through, at the drive through at Del Taco before going to bed. Yeah. I mean, it was, it and was I wasn't driving. I wasn't driving by the way. I wasn't driving. I'm just, I wasn't driving. I wasn't driving. Uh, but yeah, disappointing, uh, from, uh, from that particular restaurant. I wouldn't call it a restaurant from that establishment, yeah. whatever it is. It's not real food, but I was looking forward to it because it was a long week and I just wanted some junk food and they screwed me. Uh, but Friday, what are we going to talk about tonight? on uh, draft 2022. Oh, uh, Ben on the big board. We have our NFL news, mostly the draft. We're going to talk about that because that is the biggest news at the moment in the NFL. We also have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We are feel good story, Ben. And who, who is Mike Williams of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Nice. Nice. Can't wait to hear that. Ben can't wait to hear the intro and outro music. That's Mike Evans. Sorry, Mike Williams. Mike no, Evans. I was, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know if Mike Williams on there, but I, you know, I'll take your Mike word Williams for it. I thought the, maybe from I, the, from I, the thought, Chargers. I thought maybe Mike Williams <laughs> on Tampa Bay was like some cornerback that I've never heard of, but you know, it sounds good. Uh, and we have my hot take, Ben, my hot take, and I want to hear the intro music. I love that song that you put together. And we also have our shot of the week, Ben. On Wednesday, it was uh, professional administ- what was Ad- Administrative Professionals Day. And I'm sure everybody celebrates that like they do either Christmas or Hanukkah. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those large... Yeah, New holidays. Year's. Yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly what it's it is. It's right I mean, up there with yeah, New Year's. Yeah, I mean, they have the parade in New York. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, but you can't get to Pasadena because of no. all the, flat, the floats are putting together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they do with, with all the administrative professionals yeah. down there. And but they don't have to do the work. Their no, bosses no, no. do the no, work. The, no, they dictate who does the work exactly. to show who is the most successful professional administrator. Exactly. Yeah. That's, I agree. Yeah, that's, of I course, agree. that's how it is. And then we also have, and, and, and the name of the shot is Executive Decision. Yes, baby. Yes. And it's a spicy one, ben. Thank you. Just for you. It's sort of spicy. It's not overly spicy, but it's kind of spicy. It's not as sweet as the last 13 yes. shots that yeah. we've had on the it's show. It's not corn syrup, blue curacao, and then corn syrup. Hey, but those were pretty damn good. Last week was a sweet <laughs> was shot, good. but that was a, that, you gave it a 10, all right? I did. It was it yeah. was the pre-diabetes shot. And we have our beverage of the night, Ben. I cannot wait to try this. This is the Lagavulin 8. Uh, the Lagavulin 16 is probably my favorite scotch out there on the market. 
Uh, I love the 16. I cannot wait to try this 8. I'm guessing it's going to be a little more rough than the 16 and not going to be as mature as the 16. Like us. cannot wait to try this Lagavulin an 8. Me too. And then we also have our beer of the week from Made West Brewery. It was put into the growler. It's a can growler, which is pretty interesting. It's a 32-ounce growler, so Ben, you're going to have to do a lot of beer drinking tonight. Yeah, <laughs> I might not be able to finish that one. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's a beautiful can. It is huge. Uh, it is girthy, Ben, and it's, you know, it's it's 32 ounces of goodness and it is their it's a seasonal beer and it is their uh, Peach or hazy peach IPA. So definitely can't wait to try that. We've had a lot of the uh, the sours on the show recently, some of the fruitier beers. So this one I expect to be fruity. I expect to be hoppy. Cannot wait to try that as well. And in the up in the next few weeks, we'll also be trying a couple of other beers uh, for Made West, which I also picked up. And then we also have our uh, housekeeping Ben to finish up the show. All right, Franny. What's first up on the big board? First up, Ben. NFL news. It can, is draft week. Can you believe it, Franny? What were you looking forward to as an Eagle fan, as an NFL fan? What were you looking forward to the most in this year's? You know, NFL I, was, draft. I was actually looking for the Eagles to pick up defensive backs, which they did absolutely. They picked up no defensive backs <laughs> because that's where we struggle at the most. But the players that we did pick up and the moves that Howie Roseman made, I am still happy with what they did. Ben, what were you looking for, uh, forward to? A quarterback yeah. for the Pittsburgh Steelers. There you go. And we got two. There you go. So we got one and a half. Yeah. Uh, but you know, in honor of uh, what was it, two years ago? There were a lot of moments. Every quarterback out there was saying, "Why did you wait this long, man?" Mm. Uh, it was it was an interesting day. There are reasons, uh, you know, trades all over the place. You know, on day one, trades all over the place. On day two and three, and quarterbacks were treated as if. They were 7-Eleven hot dogs that you could just stop anywhere and pick one up. Quarterbacks didn't go. A lot of the teams that we expected to take quarterbacks did not take quarterbacks in the first round. Nobody, except one. Except one in the first round, and then no quarterbacks again until the third round uh but the NFL is a you know it's a mimicking league whatever one team you know whatever teams are doing other teams are doing uh give the New England Patriots credit they 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 stuck to their strategy of complete and utter randomness in overvaluing players uh Bill Belichick probably without Tom Brady should not be allowed to draft players uh but we'll just go down this list uh from the beginning of day 1 Jacksonville Jaguars had the number one pick last year, took Trevor Lawrence. Which is pretty bad. If, New, you're, if, if yeah. you're selecting first every year, there is something wrong with your franchise. Exactly. Uh, but new head coach Doug Peterson of Super Bowl in Philadelphia, happy Pennsylvania fame. I'm happy. I'm happy for him. You know, he found another job and the Eagles should not have moved on so quickly from him. Exactly. They take a beast who can play anywhere on the defensive line. <laughs> what happened there? I, I poured, I was trying to just mix a little bit of my drink together here and I poured way too much of that lime juice in there. It's going to be a very sour. Let me add some water to You this. might want to yeah, add, add some, some water. water yeah. Uh, but the Jaguars take a beast on the defensive line, can play anywhere, can play outside, can play inside. Tray- Trayvon. Walker from Georgia. Georgia had 15 players taken, eight players on the defense, seven players on the offense, and some players that had transferred from Georgia who didn't have enough playing time that had transferred from Georgia last year were also taken in this draft. So it's the Jaguars. We'll see what they do (laughs) with this draft pick. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's a lot of lime juice. It is the the Jags, but I think Franny said it best. We're, We're rooting for Doug Peterson down in Jacksonville. 
and we'll see where this goes. Uh, the Detroit Lions, for some strange reason, I mean, obviously this guy is a beast out of Michigan. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, much like Walker, could do anything on the defensive line, can play inside, can play outside, run stuffer, got a great motor, knows, you know, great football IQ. Obviously, Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson was on a lot of people's draft boards. Uh, number three, Houston Texans. Finally, a defensive back off the board from LSU. Derek Stingley Jr. goes to the Houston well, Texans. Who's, who's the starting quarterback this year? Davis Mills. Yeah, they probably should have drafted a quarterback. They took a quarterback later. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll look through the rest of the rounds. I, I can't remember which quarterback Houston ended up taking, but they did take a quarterback at some point. But they have Davis Mills and a scrub. I'm mm-hmm. not sure who the scrub is. Uh, but the Houston Texans, for some strange reason, don't go out and take a quarterback. This was a, uh, you know, probably higher on the draft board, but I still think when you need a quarterback, you got to take a quarterback. Uh, the Jets, Sauce Gardner, out of Cincinnati, had the necklace, the hot sauce, the diamond encrusted hot sauce. A man after my own heart had the hot sauce necklace. We'll see. He's obviously the highest ranked quarter or cornerback on the board. He goes to the Jets. The Jets had a really nice draft. Yeah, they actually did. Joe I mean, Douglas. They, they, they uh, had some nice pieces to that team, and they will still probably win five games. It's interesting, right, because the Jets had another great draft. They get the best running back on the board. They get the best corner on the board. Mm-hmm. They get, I can't remember who else they took, but they had another, uh, the best one of the best wide receivers on the board, and still they're the Jets. Yeah. So can yeah. Joe Douglas save this team from it? Uh, I mean, can Robert Sala? save the team i you know it's it's uh it's it's gonna be a tough division i mean new england's new england i mean you got the bills there you know you don't know what to expect from miami i mean i would say miami is probably even slightly better right now than the jets are but you know they're building uh you know something just like the browns built for 20 years maybe maybe eventually the jets uh you know they they make the play all it took was not having a draft pick for the first two days of the (laughs) draft if you're the cleveland browns uh, next up, the New York Giants, Ronnie, in your division. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They take Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. This guy's a stud. The Giants had picks almost back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Panthers take Icky Equanu, an outside tackle out of NC State. That was a nice pick. Uh, the Giants then took an offensive lineman. Evan Neal, probably yeah. the best tackle what on the think, board, if you ask me. What do you think is going to happen, though, with the Giants? I mean, you know, with Daniel Jones there. I mean, is Daniel Jones really Again, the guy? Again, team that needed a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's not his fault. But at least they, they took have, an offensive lineman. If you're not going to take a quarterback, yeah. take the, one of the best offensive yeah. linemen on the board in the top ten. And, I, you know, I think um, this is sort of a make it or break it year for, for Daniel Jones. I mean, they don't necessarily, necessarily have to sign him to a long-term contract. They could uh, franchise tag him after this season. I think it's be his fourth or fifth season in the league. And so this is, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're they're giving him the weapons fourth. that he needs. and Fourth, yeah. So, um, you know, they're going to try to protect him, see what he can do. But still, I mean, they, on, on the wide receivers, not the greatest. I mean, they still have Saquon Barkley there if he's able to perform and stay healthy, you know, take some pressure off of Daniel Jones. But, you know, I think Daniel Jones has the talent to be a starter in the league on the right team. I'm just not sure if this is the team for him, though. Yeah, I mean, but they went out and they got him the protection and they got him a receiver later. So they're doing everything they can to put him in the position to be successful. And I think that's fair to him because that team has been pretty bad. That Giants team, the the roster has been bad. Since 2011. Yeah, I mean, but they they didn't give him any opportunity to be successful. The receivers are junk. Mm -hmm. The, The offensive line hasn't been very good, and Saquon Barkley hasn't been able to stay healthy. Uh, but nonetheless, he also wasn't able to be very successful 
even I mean, when he had opportunities. In he was games. also injured this yeah. year too. Uh, next up, Drake London, the first wide receiver off the board of many mm-hmm. in this draft. Look at me. Look at look at the board. Wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. Uh, Six all, in the first round. Yeah, crazy. Uh, and early. Know, I mean, and it's, and it's ironic because I don't necessarily know that you got value here. Well, you never with these wide with these wide, wide receivers. receivers. As a as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, you don't. Yeah, I don't think I take a wide receiver in the first round. Yeah, I mean, if I'm if I if I have a quarterback in the second round for sure, third round for sure. Uh, But I I don't think if I'm a general manager, I take a I take a wide receiver in the first round. If there's a especially if there's a top three, top four uh, offensive lineman in that draft, that's who I'm taking. And if I'm not taking that guy, I'm taking the highest ranked defensive lineman, Mm -hmm. uh, especially an interior defensive lineman. Uh, But the uh, the wide receiver started to come fast and furious. The uh, Charles Cross uh, tackle went to the set. <laughs> this is I love the Seattle Seahawks draft. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. It's a giant fuck you to Russell Wilson. Yeah, their first pick, probably the the third or fourth ranked uh, offensive lineman comes off the board for Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Charles Cross from Mississippi State goes to the Seattle Seahawks. A giant fuck you to Russell Wilson right yeah. there. We're gonna protect Drew Locke, but fuck you, Russell Wilson. Yeah, but he needs the protection. <laughs> yeah, he needs the protection. I mean, yeah, he does. He's also, I would say, him and Russell Wilson. Are- uh, maybe not the elusiveness. I mean, Russell Wilson is very elusive, but Drew he Locke, can run backwards Drew really Locke, fast. Drew Locke has some legs, though. Drew Locke is yeah, he he's a big dude, but he can run pretty fast, too. Yeah, I mean, also the Denver Broncos are also a testament to what happens if you just take quarterbacks every year. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and you take the wrong ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed watching that pick. I thought that probably right there they should have taken Malik Willis, started Drew Locke and Geno Smith, and then had Malik Willis start the following year. But they went off. They went after – I mean, it's a great player. I just thought that they were going to go a different direction, but apparently Pete Carroll, now that Russell Wilson is gone, he's got free reign to do whatever he wants. Uh, at number 10, the New York Jets take Garrett Wilson, wide receiver out of Ohio State. Another nice pick for the Jets. They already have their quarterback. Their offensive line is pretty stout. Their defensive line and linebackers are pretty stout. So I don't mind this pick for the Jets. What about you? No, I think it's a good, I mean, you know, for a young quarterback to get him an extra weapon out there, you know, I think it's a great pick for them. Because they, I mean, just, you they don't have receivers. You want, you want to show your your uh, you know your second year quarterback that you have some confidence in him and that you're you know willing to build a team around him and you know giving him a talented wide receiver is a good start. Yes, with skinny Robbie Anderson heading off to what is a shit show in Carolina. What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? I skipped ahead. Uh, the Saints, another team that a lot of folks thought would take a quarterback. At least in the second round, they got thirty for thirty. Yeah, they got. Come on, they got Jameis Winston. Uh, I think they did take a. Uh, maybe, I don't think actually. I don't think they did take a quarterback at any point in this draft. Uh, but the New Orleans, or the Saints, take Chris Olave, wide receiver out of Ohio State. You know, Michael Thomas, Kamara, Olave. They've got some other weapons there. I mean, I think they're just trying to stack that offense to the extent that they can and hope Jameis Winston is able to perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the Detroit Lions again. Wide receiver Jamison Williams with no quarterback to throw to him. Jamison Williams out of Alabama. Uh, and now we get to the fun stuff. Yeah. You don't like golf all of a sudden? Oh, no, I like golf. I like golf. And I think this is a nice pick. I just think that the, the, the Lions, if I'm the Lions, I'm probably taking a defensive player there mm-hmm. just because their defense you know, is coming together. And if you're going to spend money on one side of the ball to keep these games close, I probably would have went defense and taken a wide receiver later in the draft. Yeah, I mean, they're still the worst <clears> team in the division. No, it's not, and it's not even close. Uh, Minnesota is uh, pretty bad. I would say Chicago's worse <laughs> than Minnesota. 
Uh, Chicago is worse. Well, uh, you know, I don't have a, I don't have any love. I mean, Kirk, motherfucking cousins. I don't on, have man. any love on a one year deal. Uh, doesn't matter. He always has one year deals. <laughs> I don't, he He's made a lot of money deal. off of one year deals. But at thirteen, Franny, the Philly one year deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, one year, thirty-five million, I think. Oh, fully long, guaranteed. I was, oh, I thought it was longer deal, but whatever it is. But you know, I, I don't mind Kirk Cousins. He's only made like two hundred fifty million dollars yeah, by signing seriously. one or two year deals or getting yeah. franchise tags. Franchise, fine, I'll take it. <laughs> I know everybody <laughs> else is like, well, I want a five year deal. He's yeah. like, I don't know why these I, guys like, are always pushing for these five year deals. Thirty million a year, I don't give a fuck. Who cares? <laughs> for fifteen <laughs> straight years, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you want to franchise me? Fine, franchise That's me again. Fine. He's good. I don't care if I'm good enough to be franchised this year. I'll be good enough to be franchised next year. Exactly, because quarterbacks are at a premium for some strange reason right now. Athletic, uh, you know, athletes being what they are, you think there'd be better quarterbacks available. But at 13, Franny, the Philadelphia yep. Eagles take defensive tackle out of Georgia. Jordan Davis. Davis is a monstrous interior defender with exceptional run-stopping skills. <laughs> he occupies multiple blockers at the point of attack and can completely eliminate running game as one man, as a one-man rucking, wrecking crew at the line of scrimmage, Franny mm-hmm. would say you. This is your pick. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's actually, uh, I was expecting maybe a defensive back, maybe that was on the board, but, uh, you know, to pick up this guy to line up next to Cox, um, you know, it's 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 great at, he's a great run stopper. He's not good at getting out after the quarterback, but he's a fast guy. So, I mean, if... if, if and he, he has nice suits. He wore a nice suit. He wore a nice suit. It was a very nice suit. Um, with the red stripe kind of going down. Yeah, and he didn't have giant jewelry. No, but he's huge. Yeah. I mean, this guy is huge, and he is the fastest over 300-pound NFL player to run the 40-yard down. Was, he was like 37 yeah. or 3. I mean, it was, he's fast. He's a fast fucking dude. Uh, so he can get after running backs. In any part of the field. I mean, he, he could run diagonally. He can run straight. I mean, the only thing he can't really do is go after the quarterback. But, you know. But that line is going to be exceptional. It's a good line. It's a good line. You know, with, with You're you know, smirking with Graham, a little bit because you don't want to admit how with, good it is. With, I can with, see <laughs> the corners of your mouth are giving you know, Graham, away. Graham is coming. Are, the body language is giving you know, away. Graham is coming really back. I'm, I'm hoping Graham is, you know, can 100% healthy. Can you just healthy. admit that the line is good? You know, Cox is, is getting older. I mean, Graham and Cox are both old. Apparently but, you, you know, you, we have, you know, Jordan Davis now. We have, you know, Sweat there. Uh, Hassan Ridgeway can also line up there. I mean, it's 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 uh, it's it's a pretty decent uh, lineup of players on the front, but on the back end, that's what that's what I'm worried about with the Eagles. Can you admit that the line is good? It's good, of course, it's good. That it's great. It's good. It's great. We'll see what happens. It's a great line. I can never be overly optimistic about the Eagles, Ben. You know this. <laughs> you can't even be optimistic about the Eagles, <laughs> let alone overly, overly, semi, <laughs> semi. It's uh, marginally, mm-hmm. marginally optimistic. Uh, next up, the Baltimore Ravens do what the Baltimore Ravens do. They take the best player on the board. They take safety, uh, safety Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame. This is, I mean, the Ravens. I mean, they just take the best player available, and they just I think keep that's churning why, and churning and churning. That's why the Eagles did trade up because they they were afraid that the Ravens might take Jordan Davis, and uh, they moved up. They got him. Ben, you're welcome. Exactly. <laughs> and later on, the Baltimore Ravens. You make, don't want that guy stopping Najee Harris. No, I do not. <laughs> And they and they uh, they made an idiotic trade a little bit later, but I mean it is the Ravens. Uh, whoa, whoa, that's a shot. Oh, uh, that is a shot. Shit. All right, <laughs> the Ravens traded. Let's see, what did they do later on in the draft? We'll we'll get to it, but I might as well talk while Friday pours this punishment. Uh, pours this punishment shot in a move to improve their offense and appease their quarterback. The Arizona Cardinals traded for middling first round. They are they traded their first round pick to the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday in exchange for wide receiver Marquise Hollywood-Brown That was and the 100th pick in the draft. I think that was a terrible move by the Arizona Cardinals. They traded on a, f- a first-round pick for a pretty average, skinny, small, short wide receiver. 
Yeah, and the, Hollywood Brown of the Ravens. He had a decent season last year, but followed that. But the prior two seasons were pretty average. You know, I I understand it runs in the family over there. This is Antonio Brown's cousin. Uh, he didn't make a big stink about it. I give him credit for that. I uh, kept it in house, but I think they really got a Lamar steal. Jackson was happy. He Lamar wasn't Jackson happy. Was definitely happy. But they, I mean, but the Arizona gave him their first a first round pick for a receiver you could pick up at yeah. any point in the draft. Yeah. Exactly. I, I just thought it was a weird move, and 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 it's interesting that that you know you have a receiver in Baltimore who isn't isn't happy with not being used as much as he would like to be used, going to a team with a quarterback who apparently doesn't want to play on that particular team anymore and, and i just be there hollywood I'm sure brown, is still going to be there next season for sure brown just isn't that good of a quarterback or uh, brown just yeah, isn't that good of a receiver by receiver uh, i mean he's, he's he's speedy he's he's got good hands too i mean i you know i, I don't, don't think he's, he's not worth a first rounder though. He's, he's, not, he's not he's not worth a first round pick though that's, that's for and sure. i think that was the pick right i mean that was the pick it was the pick 14 yeah so I, right, what know. no it wasn't pick 14 it was, it was somewhere in there. but i mean any 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 draft picks for uh hollywood brown are not really worth it it was pick twenty five, I think. Because I mean, there's nope. there's plenty of receivers in this in in the draft that you could pick up that are very similar in terms of skill set. Yeah, so. for sure. I just I just did not like that trade at all. I mean, for the Ravens, but the Ravens, to their credit, Frane, when there's a Ravens player that doesn't want to be in Baltimore anymore, they typically do everything they can to get him out of town. They're more of a if you don't like it here, fuck you. We'll get you. We'll did get a take trade. Off, did he take off his pads and his jersey and and run off the no, field? Oh, okay, no. so he hasn't learned enough from his cousin apparently. You know, I mean, his attitude is wrong because I I think that he's leaving a, a solid, a well-run franchise with a with a potential future Hall of Fame quarterback for a team that sucked for a long time and probably will will suck for a long time in the future. Uh, that's got a head coach that's a little bit less than stable. In a I franchise okay. that's a little bit less than stable. I think Cliff is okay. He's okay, but it's, yeah. I mean, you don't want to, I don't know if you want to put your lot in with the Ravens. Yeah. Or with the Cardinals. Yeah. All well, right. Why are we doing this shot, Frank? Well, this is our punishment shop, and uh, we signed a contract in blood many years ago. Uh, if I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, then I take a shot. If you say anything negative about a team in your division, Ben, which is the AFC, North. then you take a shot. And uh, Sonia, who I will probably omit from this portion of the podcast at some point uh because she's never on the podcast anymore but she also signed this contract if she says anything negative about the, a team in her division which is the nfc west then she takes a shot but uh you know she says more negative things about her own team and not other teams but anyway she's not on the podcast she's usually just inside watching netflix ben yeah but, but then uh, again i mean if you're in the nfc west i mean at least they have one thing in common all four teams in the nfc west all four teams in the nfc nfc west hate jimmy garoppolo I don't know why. <laughs> all four, this guy gets, even the Niners fans hate him. This guy gets so, a lot of hate. He just he, hey, come on, oh, the championship games, hey, come Super on. Bowl, hey, you know. I mean, I just don't get it. But cheers to you, Ben. We cheers. are finishing off the bottle of the Ellington Reserve Mango Flavored Oof. Whiskey. I mean, this is top shelf stuff, right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheers. I mean, Aye. this stuff is on the shelf Ooh. at the bar, sitting next to the McAllen 25. Oh, yeah, for sure. The Glenlivet 25. Uh, if the, by next to it, you mean under. Like, right way next to it. It's under. right next to it. I mean, this this bottle. Like, there's well drinks, and then there's below well drinks. They had to create a whole category for this. <laughs> you want a well or below well? <laughs> below well. <laughs> they actually have to have special employees that come out that are just short enough to get that bottom row. Yeah, but it's actually, tonight doesn't taste that bad, actually. Maybe, you know, we let it breathe. A little bit, man. I mean, you have to let a whiskey breathe. And this one has been breathing uh, with us for uh, at least a month now, or maybe just over a month. So, you know what? It's that aged. mango flavor is really coming through. That's, aged in glass. Is, this is aged for about three months, probably. 
and it's it's not 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 terrible. Yes, tonight. it's aged in uh, finely blown uh, <laughs> Kentucky glass. Exactly, it's good stuff. Uh, but next up, Friday, the Houston Texans also need a quarterback. They go off and they take Kenyon Green, offensive lineman out of Texas A and M. I like that trade. Uh, came via Miami, Philadelphia, and Houston, or Miami and Philadelphia. Uh, next up, the Washington Commanders running in your division. They take uh, Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. I kind of like this guy. I think he went way too high in this particular draft. Uh, but Washington Commanders with no quarterback go out yeah, and draft whoa, whoa, a wide whoa, receiver. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, they got Carson Wentz over there now, With man. no quarterback, they take a wide receiver in the first round. What do you think about that pick, though? They have a quarterback, all right? Uh, I mean, Nick Foles' know, statue isn't there for him to walk by. Uh, uh, <laughs> that must have been awkward, yeah, right? Yeah. Coming uh, to the office, be like, wait, 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 wait. Well, I won 11 games. Yeah, if I were the opposing team, I would just have blow up it's like, uh, we, Nick Foles' statues we, we and just were, put them all over the parking lot. We were 11-2 and two because of me that yeah. season. I, I, I took you guys... To the playoffs, basically, but um, no, I mean it's 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 a good pickup for uh, for for Carson Wentz. I mean, you know, he'll be able to run around the pocket um, like a gazelle that that's been shot in the side and doesn't know where. To I mean, he to is go. one of few quarterbacks in the history of the NFL to throw two pick sixes from his own end zone in the same mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. I mean, not very guy many guys could say that. That's impressive. I mean, it's it's an art. I mean, the I mean, defenders have to catch it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's you do throw it up there, but the defenders still have to catch it. Oh, yeah, it. but the commanders, are still, I mean, they're, they're going to be a bad football team this, this year again. They're going to be a bad football team for a long time. Uh, Chargers take Zion Johnson, a nice offensive lineman mm-hmm. out of BC, out of Boston College. I really like this pick yeah. for the Chargers. They have all the offensive weapons they need for the most part already, Protect. from the tight end to the wide receivers, and they add more protection uh-huh. for Justin Herbert. I love that pick. Yeah, I know. It's a great pick. I mean, you know, Justin Herbert, one of the great young talents in the league right now. I got to protect the guy. The the AFC best mm-hmm. in the AFC West. Uh, next up, the Tennessee Titans at eighteen. Frane mm-hmm. Traylon Burks. This is the pick. This is the pick. This is the pick. This is the pick. They take Traylon Burks, a wide receiver out of Arkansas. But Friday, yeah, I know. With this pick, you get a. J. Green or AJ Brown. AJ Brown. <laughs> there were plenty of reasons for Bedlam, but the not the least of which of the wrecking. There were nine trades in the first round, but the most since most since round one was moved to its own day in 2010. Uh, let's see. The Eagles sent the 18th overall selection in a third round pick to the Tennessee Titans for former Pro Bowl wide receiver AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. According to NFL Network, this was also. Confirmed later, uh, Brown received a four-year contract extension worth $57 million in guaranteed money, $100 million total. Franny, you had to be falling out of your chair when you saw this. No, I was happy to see that. I mean, you know, we have uh, Devontae Smith from last season. Now we got A.J. Brown. We got our stable of running backs, you know, a, a good offensive line. All we need is a quarterback, really, that can throw the ball to these guys. And we'll see what Jalen Hurts does this season. Uh, I mean, and this is also make it or break it season for Jalen Hurts because the Eagles have two first-rounders next year and a better crop yeah, you, of and you quarterbacks. And you didn't give up any picks? Nope. Any picks next yeah. year? Yeah, no, and and I mean, I, I, I've I've always liked AJ Brown as a wide receiver. You know, be Ben. I always talk about on this podcast. I like big, strong wide receivers. I don't like the Jalen Rager types in the league. Um, so I mean, this is a great pick for the Eagles to build around Jalen Hurts. They're showing him that they have confidence in him and what he can do. I don't have a ton of confidence after last season's showing, um, but hey, you know, he yeah. has a pretty. If you look, if you break down the statistics. He was no. I, I like look. I, I in like, the top ten in the AFC. I, I like NFC. I like his mentality. I like uh, you know his, his his maturity. 
But, uh, you know, his accuracy is is also not the best. He doesn't read the field as good as some other quarterbacks. Um, but, you know, with, with the weapons that we have now on offense, this is the year. If he has it, then we'll roll with him. If he doesn't have it this season, then they're going to be looking for another quarterback in the draft next season. Um but with AJ Brown, I love the I love the pickup. I mean, he had 860 yards last season. He's had 26 touchdowns since he's come into the league. Um, you know, he's 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 he can do it he's, all. He's pretty close, you know, to to DK Metcalf strength. I mean, he's he's there. Yeah. We did, we didn't but, DK uh, Metcalf also, was available to but us. But a much more talented receiver. Much more talented uh receiver. Uh you know, he's had injury issues. Uh you know, hopefully, you know, he can overcome those and you know, remain healthy. Uh, but you know, still a fairly large contract. You know, hundred million dollars, fifty-seven million dollars guaranteed. But you know, he with, with eight hundred sixty yards last season in a very run-heavy offense. Very run-heavy. I run mean, heavy. you know, you have Henry running the ball however so many times a game, and still to be able to accumulate that amount of yardage is pretty impressive, especially with a quarterback like Tannehill as well. I mean, it's not like Tannehill is you know lights out at the quarterback. And position. They went out and got Malik Willis later they, on in the draft. They did because they're not one hundred percent sure about Tannehill. I'm sure you know Malik will still probably sit behind him for about a year unless he gets injured or something. Um, but, you know, this is this is a great pickup for the Eagles. I like what Harry Roseman did in this draft entirely. And I was I'm, I never looked forward to the draft um, because of what the Eagles do. He just stayed away do. from receivers. Yeah, I mean, well, he did stay away from drafting a receiver. Yeah, exactly. But he picked up uh, a known commodity in the league. You know, know your own expect. weaknesses, right? Know your own weaknesses. You know what to expect from A.J. Brown. I mean, he's been in the league now for a few years. He's 24 years old. He's still young. He's not much older than some of these guys that are being drafted right now. And so, you know, he has he has a, a promising career in the NFL still for at least another six, seven, eight years possibly. Yeah, and uh, Traylon Burks, I mean, he's, he's essentially, physically, he's like yeah. a carbon copy yeah. of A.J. Brown. So, they, I mean, I guess the Titans' thinking was, we'll take a guy who's, who looks like A.J. Brown, who plays like A.J. Brown, but doesn't cost us any money. Yeah. But what do you think about the Tennessee Titans – Allegedly, finally, allegedly, uh, AJ Brown would have come back and signed for around twenty-two million dollars a year on a four-year extension, mm-hmm. with about fifty, sixty million dollars guaranteed. Allegedly, allegedly, the Titans weren't even willing to offer him twenty million dollars yeah. per year for AJ Brown. I heard about that. Yeah, not this is not DeAndre Hopkins with the with the injuries. This isn't you know D- even Devonte you know Devonte Adams with a different quarterback that isn't named. Um, Aaron Rodgers, where you don't quite know exactly what you're going to get out of Devontae Adams with Derek Carr throwing him the ball. This is a guy who can who can put any defender on his hip, can create space anywhere on, on the field, and he has a great catch radius. He can run after the catch. He can AJ Brown could do everything. No, he's, Why do you think the Tennessee Titans? I mean, with the with an, he's got an the extended ability. salary cap, with the cap getting bigger this year, going to get bigger next year. Why do you think that the Titans weren't willing? I mean. There are, this is a guy that if even if he were a stealer and he wanted this kind of money, I'd probably be willing to give this guy twenty two million dollars a year mm-hmm. when the wide receiver cat or the wide receiver, you know, scale for, for top tier guys looks like it's more like around twenty seven, twenty eight million dollars for a number for like a, a young a young guy like this in the top five. Why do you think that the uh the Titans just wouldn't pay him. Yeah, I'm, I'm that I'm not sure. I mean, you know, with, with all, I, I with heard, all I heard, the talent they've got on their roster, and they're and they're not. I mean, yeah. even Tannehill. I mean, they were number one in the AFC this season. You know, at the end of the season, they were the number one seed, and, what, and, and, and that was with Henry being injured a lot of the year. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, it, I I heard that they were willing to offer him around sixteen million dollars. Isn't that, fucking, dollars. Isn't that insane? I mean, that's like Ben. That's like me talking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's why you I, don't I'm listen to sure. me. Maybe maybe it's the injury concerns, you know, with AJ Brown because he he hasn't played really a full season since he's come into league 
Uh, I mean, the, the the least amount of games he's played, I think, is 11 games in, in a season. But you know, I think it's about maybe 15 at most. So he he's had his injury issues. Are you looking that up right now? Yeah, I just wanted to look at his stats here yeah. in front of you. I mean, in the three years he's been in the league, he played uh, 16 games, 14 games, 13. and 13 games, uh, 1,000 yards, 1,000 yards, 869 yards last year, 8 TDs, 11 TDs, 5 TDs. I mean, I, I but he just does everything. Yeah. I mean, he does everything. I mean, 105 catches, or uh, 63 receptions last year, 70 in 2020. Uh, I mean, not much for the for rushing yards. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he has. Uh, maybe the the Titans just feel that That's you know, just crazy to me. They feel that maybe Traylon Burks is, you know, very similar, like you said, in 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 terms of his playing style. Um, you know, close enough to AJ Brown, where they have enough confidence in him to just you know take over and 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 play very similarly to the way AJ Brown did. But he just he didn't. I mean, pre- two thousand yard seasons. I mean, two thousand two one thousand yard seasons. That's, I mean, that's pretty impressive, especially with the quarterback situation. Didn't create any drama. No. Was willing to take less money. Wanted to st- to spend his career in Tennessee. I mean, this is like you're not not that uh, Heinz Ward's obviously not as good as AJ Brown, but I feel like this is the kind of guy you want on your team for his entire career. You want him hang. You want to retire his number and mm-hmm. hang it up in the rafters. He's not creating any drama. He doesn't want twenty seven, twenty eight million dollars a year. He doesn't want to reset the receiver market. Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. I just feel like it was a, a really stupid move by the Tennessee Titans, and to yeah. your benefit. No, no, it was, it, was a, it was a great move. I mean, for for the Eagles to be able to go out and and grab him. I mean, the contract is what it is, but it's, it's only still, fifty seven million still, guaranteed. I mean, that's like still, that's, that's one year of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, exactly. No, but it's still um, who was the smaller. fifth worst quarterback in the league under pressure? By the way, last year, yeah, I mean, fifth so, worst, fifth worst. Man, there you, were all there were there were twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine quarterbacks. That were better than Aaron Rodgers under pressure last year. You know, we're, we're gonna have to take, we're gonna have to like rewrite that contract. And if you say anything negative about Aaron Rodgers, we is there anything positive to say about Aaron Rodgers? Well, he's one of the best quarterbacks ever. Yes, uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, 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 I so. loved this move, and like I said, like I didn't even, um, I, I didn't even realize what was going on until you started messaging me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you're like, wow, wow, can't believe it. Oh my god, it was kind of a big deal. I'm watching. I'm, I'm just watching the. You coverage. don't have any of these guys on your team right now. I'm Not watching, that we have them either. But. And I'm watching the coverage. And I'm like, nobody has said anything on TV yet about what's going on. But you knew exactly what was going on. And I, I just, I just, you know, checked. Uh, actually, I looked at Instagram first, and it was, you know, already on there. Like AJ. Uh, you didn't believe me, did you? I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you thought it was like another AJ Brown from like, I, I was from like, like the Cardinals, like a de- defensive back? Uh, for a second, <laughs> I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. But I mean, the Eagles, you know, they made a good decision in, 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 in uh, you know, making a trade because a lot of the wide receivers were already off the board. You take, you know, like I said, a proven commodity in the league. You know, this guy is he's a only baller. He's a three-year player. Exactly. You know, he's a baller. And, and uh, I mean, it's, it's a great move, especially with, you know, a young quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I just, uh, to me, this was the move of the draft. You know, people could talk about who was drafted, who wasn't drafted, trades that were made, you know, the entirety of a team's draft, you know, draft capital at the end of the draft and grading it and all the bullshit that we do. But to me, this was the move of the entire draft. Mm-hmm. This this was a, sh- I mean, for the 18th pick to get a top five receiver, I I just I'm blown away by yeah. by Howie Roseman's ability to get this done, and the fact that there weren't other. I mean, there were probably other teams out there that were willing to give him more money. Mm, I don't know about that. 
I mean, I mean, I'm not sure. Like, I haven't heard any chatter of of you know other teams that were you know willing to give him any more than that. But I know, I know before the draft or just before the draft, he was out catching balls from Jalen Hurts. So you know, I mean, there was I'm sure there was already something sort of in the works there. Yeah, I just it blew me away. I, I mean, that's why I think I typed many, many, many wows. Yeah, into the uh, into the into the Viber machine. Yeah, because you it did. Just, it just blew me away. Uh, next up, the Saints still in need of a quarterback. Don't draft one. They take Trevor Penning. Tackle at a Northern Iowa. Uh, this was a trade. I think this was a trade at some point. Oh, this was the part of the trade that you guys yeah, made Eagles, with yeah. uh, New Orleans early on. I mean, and the fact that you guys still have all your draft capital for next year. I, I just, I got to give Howie Roseman big he's, props. He's, he's good at that. He's not big usually props. good at drafting. He's not usually good but this year. You know, Howie Roseman, he, he did a good job. Yeah, I'll say. And next up, Franny ben. with the 20th pick. In the NFL draft, the only person to announce a pick in the entire NFL draft that was not a scrub or an announcer or an employee of the NFL, Franco Harris announces this pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers. At pick number 20, take quarterback Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh University. Friday would say you. He's the first, he is the first quarterback drafted by the Steelers in the first round since Ben Roethlisberger. Exactly. So, I mean, we'll, 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 I mean, he's, he's a big, strong dude. Not the fastest guy. You know, he's Sneaky a four, fast. He's a four year starter. In, Ready to play? Yeah, he's a. Where did he come from? Where, from Pitt. Pitt. Okay, he's from. Okay, like I said, in the same uh, practice facility, they play in the same stadium. They've been watching this guy I for like four those years. I, I, mean, I think he's I said got, You know, he's got the experience. I mean, he already has more experience than a lot of the quarterbacks that were coming out in in this draft, or even even in a lot of drafts. You know, the generational talents that they talk about. Those guys aren't four year starters. I mean, I, I actually don't mind a guy that stays in college and learns the craft. And, you know, it, it really bodes well for his future in the NFL. So I do like that about this draft. And it's not like the Steelers went out and traded up and, and you know, went up to, you know, pick number 10 or number 9 and, and, and reached for this guy. They waited for the draft to sort of uh, unfold. And, you know, they, they he was still available. Fuck, why not? You yeah. need a quarterback. You know, I mean, you don't know what to expect from Mitchell Trubisky. We know what to expect from Mason Rudolph. But you know, Pickett, yeah, he's going to get moved. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Pretty quickly. Well, he might not get moved. He might have to retire. Just like uh, yeah, they're going to release. Hodges. I hope they don't have to release him. They get a six, sixth round pick. More. But uh, you know, for 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 Kenny Pickett, I think he's 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 definitely a, similar in style to Big Ben. I mean, what, do they show his, how big is this guy? He's like six four, isn't he? Yeah, he's six four, two twenty. Yeah, uh, you know, I, not only do I like big wide receivers, I like big uh, quarterbacks too. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I talked about this last week. Yeah, I yeah mean, take I, it away, I, Ben. This is all about yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I I'd have to look at it, but yeah, I think he's about six. I think he's six three and a half, about somewhere between two ten, two twenty. I think I predicted it last week. Kid grew up in South Jersey, just a short drive from from Pennsylvania. Probably, probably an Eagles fan. Played at Pitt for four, you know, for four years. Like, Come in, on, Eagles! Yeah, they're in the same <laughs> facility. Uh, Mike Tomlin's talked to him for several years. They have a relationship. They practice in the same facility. I mean, obviously not at the same time. They play on the same field. So I predicted that the Steelers, because they're the Steelers, would, would take a guy that has that hometown appeal. Uh, they know more than I do. I was hoping they would take Malik Willis, let him sit behind Trubisky for a year because I think the upside from for Willis is higher. Uh, but it is going to take a little bit of time to develop him. I would, I would still, as you know, develop him on the field rather than with a clipboard. 
but I really like this pick. The guy, could, he's not afraid to throw the ball in the middle of the field, which is something that Roethlisberger was deathly afraid of the last five years. He's, you know, he's not afraid to, to hit those receivers on the outside. He can hit the short throws. He's, he's sneaky fast in the pocket. He can avoid tackles. He has the world famous fake slide in a game. I can't remember who they were playing, but he had a fake slide that ended up, uh, with, you know, with an amazing play. Uh, but he can also, the only issue I have with him is he, he doesn't quite have the arm strength and the velocity that a Roethlisberger has deep down the field. But he's admitted that. He's admitted that he's going to work on it, uh, but he can do everything. I know he's got small hands. Oh, well, he wears a glove. You know, lots of guys have had small hands. He's not catching the ball. Drew Brees has small hands. Lots of guys have had small hands, you know, across the league over the years. Um, that doesn't bother me at all. Uh, but the story is really amazing. I mean, he got to play to pit for that's four. That's why I catch football, man. <laughs> yeah, because your hands are bigger than mine. I don't know. I don't know if they're bigger. They're just uh, actually your hands aren't that big. Actually, yeah, I think they're just this portion right here. <laughs> this portion, <laughs> this portion where the bones connect to the palm. That's uh, catchable. It's, like it's a glove, Ben. Uh, but just I mean, it's, it's a great story. He was excited. Played at Pitt for four years. Already knows his way around. Doesn't have to find a house. Doesn't have to figure out his way around town. Doesn't have to figure out, you know, you know where he wants to live and and how he's going to get to the stadium and all that stuff. I, I just think it's a great story. Uh, you know, four years. I mean, consider coming out after his third year. Said no, I'm going to go back. I'm going to play one more year at Pitt. He's already 24 years old, so he's got an emotional level of maturity that some of these other guys don't have. Although they did show it during the draft with their patience. Uh, I really like this pick. I mean, obviously, if Dan Marino were there, like he was in <laughs> 1983 or whenever, you know, there's still that. There's still that. Why didn't we take Dan Marino when he was available at a pit? Uh, you know. I, I'm sure there were better quarterbacks that could come out next year, last year. Uh, Joe Burrow actually has small hands as well. Um, I, I just, given all the quarterbacks that were available, I again, I think I would have preferred Willis. But the thing that I really like about this pick for the Steelers is that no quarterbacks were off the board. So there can never be a question as to which quarterback that was available the Steelers wanted to take. Who was their highest-ranked quarterback? It was Kenny Pickett because they were all available. They could have taken any of them, and they went out and they took Kenny Pickett. So for Kenny Pickett's perspective, he knows they wanted him. He wasn't their second or third choice. And the Steelers had him ranked high enough, and I can't help but trust the Steelers in this regard. I mean, they haven't had a great track record of drafted quarterbacks, but when they go after a quarterback in the first round, Bradshaw in the first round, Ben Roethlisberger in the first round, Neil O'Donnell in the third round went to a Super Bowl. Uh, but in the first round, they, <laughs> they've had... Despite, despite his talent. His third, despite his lack of talent. Uh, I, I really, really like this pick from an emotional perspective because he's a local kid. Uh, but he looks like he's got all the right stuff in his head. No problems off the field. No drama. You know, plays in Pittsburgh is 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 used to the city. Has already enamored himself to the to the people in in the in in Pittsburgh in the Pittsburgh area. Hasn't created any drama in the four years that he's been there. So I really like this pick. But Friday, what do you think about the Steelers? Losing Ben Roethlisberger last year, and instead of waiting through the entire 1980s and most of the night, actually all of the 1990s as well, to 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 finally get that franchise quarterback to do it to do it. a franchise quarterback just yet. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah, but at least they made an effort to uh, to do so. I mean, they really didn't go after any of those big time quarterbacks through the 80s or the 90s. I mean, they 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 stuck with the sort of the, the the. the O'Donnells and the Bobby Bristers and the Mike Tomzaks Slash. and the Slash and the and Tommy Maddox. I mean, it was a it was a it was a, a cavalcade of average quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They never really went and you know went for broke in the first round. 
So what do you think about the about the pick for the Steelers? I'm just happy we have a quarter. We got. I mean, we went from having no quarterbacks mm-hmm. to having Trubisky, Pickett, yeah. and we could potentially trade. If, I mean, we'll if he see. plays we'll, well, we'll, we could we'll potentially see. trade Trubisky for a pick next year. Oh, well, possibly. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see how things play out. We'll see how well you know Trubisky performs. I mean, he's also been in the league for a few years. He has some experience. Pickett could start. You know, Trubisky also played very well in his first season with Chicago. I mean, and I'm sure he's learned for a, a terrible lot. Team. For a terrible team with not much talent that was mostly defensive oriented. But, you know, he went to the Bills, which are just, you know, they're a different organization now. And I'm sure he's learned a lot from Allen and the way he plays football and his style. And and he's very similar physically to Josh Allen. And I'm, I'm sure he got a lot of pointers from Josh Allen. So I'm, 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 I'm still excited to see what Trubisky can do for this team. I mean, the, the, the Steelers wouldn't have gone out and, and picked up Trubisky for no reason. Um, you know, it's, it's a small contract, so there's no risk. And they high, didn't know who would be available. High reward point. or no reward. <laughs> you know, we yeah. will see. But now, if Trubisky doesn't play that well, there's another quarterback that you can sort of maybe rely on. So, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, it's a good pick for the Steelers. You know, for that reason. Yeah, I mean, I do wonder if this was Tomlin's top choice. You know, watching his body language and it, you know, and thank you, Kevin Colbert, your last year's general manager, twenty years almost in that position. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everything you've done for the Pittsburgh Steelers over the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, great general manager. Thank you so much for for all of your service to the are Pittsburgh Steelers. Almost. Are you, are you I mean, he was. <laughs> it was said. I mean, I think I think Tomlin. It might not have been. It might not have been Tomlin's top choice. Uh, but if it, but if it, if it was, well, he's, he's more game ready than Malik yeah. is right now. But if he was, but if Tomlin, if this was Mike Tomlin's top choice, I give him all the credit in the world for talking mm-hmm. about Malik Willis, taking him to dinner, talking about how great a guy he is, taking Desmond Ritter to dinner, going out, talking about how awesome he was and how amazing he was and how he wanted an athletic quarterback, athletic, athletic, mm-hmm. athletic, mm-hmm. athletic. He could have rope doped the entire league into thinking that they were going to take Malik Willis or Desmond Ritter with this pick if if it was there uh, in hopes that Kenny Pickett was actually available at that spot trying to get someone else to sort of jump them and take Malik Willis or Desmond Ritter off the board so that Pickett were there for them. Mm-hmm. I, I just well, you uh, called it though, man. I, I mean you you called it a, you know a few weeks back we were talking about the draft a little bit and you said that, you know, Kenny Pickett would be your top choice to come to the Steelers and you were right. Yeah, I'm just I'm just shocked they did it. They did it because there were no quarterbacks off the board. There was mm-hmm. no prospects of anyone taking a quarterback. So the steel, I, I was shocked that the Steelers didn't be like, well, maybe we can get him in round two, which they probably still could have got him in round two. Uh, but I almost thought the Steelers were going to make a mistake here and and take you know a, a lineman or a cor- I mean because they still need some help at the at the safety position and at the corner position, mm-hmm. and they still need a little help on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I thought the Steelers would be like, well, if they're not going to take quarterback, then maybe we'll just wait and see. Uh, maybe we'll get them in the second round. So I was happy they pulled the trigger. They were the only team yeah. to pull the trigger on a quarterback. Uh, but I, I really like the smart move. I like the smart move. It's definitely a smart move. I just didn't expect Malik Willis to drop and Sam far, Howell yeah. and, and Desmond Ritter and everybody Corral. to drop yeah. into, into the third round, fourth round. And, of course, the Eagles picked up Carson Strong, who I like. Yeah. But then again, I think uh, I was listening tonight. There was like I think there's like one quarterback or two quarterbacks that were taken later than the third round that have mm-hmm. ever been to a Super Bowl, with like Russell Wilson being one of them. And the only reason he went deeper or later is because he was so short. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Franny, you want to take a, Let's take a quick, quick break, break Let's and, take we'll, a quick and we'll break. plow through the rest of these yeah. picks, and then yeah. we'll not a, not that many more to go. But you know, well, there's about twelve more to go. But yeah, yeah and then we'll get break. to the Eagles full draft and the Steelers full draft, yep. and, the, and where the quarterbacks went. Because everybody cares about 
where the quarterbacks go. All right, we'll be right back with the rest of the draft. All right, and we are back with the remainder of the first round, Ben. Let's plow through these, and then we'll get to the uh, the QBs, and more importantly, the, the Eagles picks and the Steelers picks. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs at 21 with their first pick. Take cornerback Trent McDuffie out of Washington. They definitely need a little help there. Surprised they didn't take a wide receiver there after dealing Tyreek Hill. I think they took one later in the draft, but you know it, it's hard to match anybody that has the talent that Tyreek Hill has and what he brought to that team. Oh, for sure. Uh, Green Bay Packers. With a giant fuck you to Aaron Rodgers at 22. Take Quay Walker, linebacker out of Georgia, because everybody has to take a Georgia player this year because they won a national championship, just like every other year when they just take guys from the... from. The, not that Quay Walker's not a good player, but what do you think about the Packers not taking... It's pretty interesting. A little help for uh, at that least offensive help. I mean, you get rid of Devontae Adams, arguably one of the best... One of the best, uh, well, self-proclaimed best wide receiver in the league, but, I mean, he's not too far from being one of the best. I mean, obviously there is, you know, Tyree kill and, and Deandre Hopkins still, but um, that's pretty interesting that they wouldn't draft at least somebody, anybody remaining on the board for a wide receiver to give your, you know, best quarterback of all time, some help, Ben. Yes. It's crazy. Well, not the best, but, <laughs> but yeah, a giant FU and a linebacker, the Buffalo bills at 23, take cornerback out of Florida. Great cornerback. Kyrie Elam. Oh, I love this pick. This kid can swat a ball down from a mile away. Love that pick. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Fuck running. the Cowboys. There's a shot. Fuck the Cowboys, Tyler Ben. Smith, another Tyler Smith out of Tulsa. Another tackle. to. I think he plays right tackle primarily, but another tackle to protect the best quarterback in the it history lost. of the NFL, Dak oh, Prescott. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, they have, they have lost um, – you know, portions of their offensive line over the years. You know, when you have a really good offensive portions. line. No, I mean, when you have when you have uh, uh, if you have a full pie and uh, you take two slices out of the pie and there are six pies re- remaining, uh, what it's percentage true. of the pie has been removed? It's true. I mean, they, they had the best offensive line in football, but over the years, you have other teams swooping in and signing these guys to large contracts, and they're swooping? sort of swooping in, Ben. <laughs> swooping. <laughs> like what's a God, swoop the, sound? The Cowboys are so bad. They are so bad at drafting. Uh no, actually last 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 season they weren't that bad. Well, I got Micah Parsons. I mean, any yeah, I mean, anybody still, with though. a brain cell could have done that. But still, I mean, you know, they're 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 trying to build up that offensive line once again. I see why they made this pick, and I'm never opposed to uh you know a team taking offensive linemen. Well, because they got in the first they got round, decent running second game round. Um, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, well, you know, they uh, got Pollard. They got Pollard, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. I mean, it's a good move for the Cowboys, but fuck the Cowboys, man. Let's do this shot. Yeah, We're cheers. doing this shot because Ronnie said it's our punishment shot, and I said next year negative. is a changing of the guard in the NFC. Hopefully, hopefully. the Eagles will be back on top. Hopefully, oh, definitely, no doubt about it. AJ Brown's going to take you right to the top. And so this is our new punishment shot, and this is the Lone Hand Peach flavor. Is this Aaron Rodgers whiskey? Is he peachy? Oh no, Lone Hand. Oh, <laughs> he only has one guy to throw to. And who's that? Even? I don't know because Mark <laughs> Scantling's gone too. Yeah, I don't know exactly. who he's going to. I don't get it. I don't know what they're Randall doing Cobb. over there. <laughs> yeah, I know Randall Cobb. <laughs> Randall Cobb's gonna have like fifteen hundred yards next season. Who's he gonna choke to this year? Who are you gonna choke to this Cheers, year? Cheers, Ben. Aaron? Cheers to you. Let's do it. And this even Lone Hand, he was on Pat McAfee whiskey. during the draft, of course. Yeah. 
everyone has to. He wants to make sure people. Know I mean, that. I would love to have him on the show. He's afraid people are going to forget about. Him. Yeah, I mean, like, I would like, love. You remember me, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it, it, Aaron Rodgers is to me what um, what's his face is to you uh, from the Yankees. If you, yeah, Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter just crashed. I couldn't remember his name for a second. Except, he, except he's that's a winner. like that's blasphemous. Of except, me. except he's a winner. Yeah, I know, but it's blasphemous of me to forget his name. Except Derek Jeter has multiple World, <laughs> World Series championships. How many? Three. Uh, four. Oh, okay. One up. But the entire team was good, though. Yeah. Yeah. So was the Packers team many times. Many, many, many times. Many uh, times. Not as good as that Yankees team. Pashaw. <laughs> ah! That's oh, gross. That's not, that's not very good. That's fucking bad. That's not very good at all. I haven't drank any water yet tonight. I'm drinking a little bit right now because that that's was actually, fucking gross. That's actually more uh, harsher than I thought it would be. And you spilled some water on yourself. You really wanted to get that water in your <laughs> mouth. Oh my god, that was gross. Um, that was gross. I'm not. I love the but Ravens. Go, Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> Overly positive, man. Overly positive. You, you have to be neutral, okay. completely, and unbiased when talking about oh, a team that in was your division. Bad. What's the proof on that? Oh, 35 percent. It's only 35 percent. So 70, it tastes 70 like it's 50 percent. Yeah, I, yeah. It's not that good. It's not that good. The last they one was added better. the like, mango flavor one was better, actually. Oh, that was bad. It was only 35 percent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was bad. Wow, that's a punishment shot for sure. The the they only did reserve, not as much of a punishment. I mean, that's top shelf stuff right there. I told you, but man. at least it tastes good. This yeah. is a punishment. Yeah, it's still not as bad as that uh, vanilla flavored one that we had from like Canada. That was that was that was Whew. just straight up gasoline. That was brutal. Uh, number twenty five, Tyler Linderbaum, uh, center out of Iowa. Goes, oh, look at that Ravens. Ben, what do you want to say Ravens. about that? It's a smart pick for them. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's a smart pick. Overly positive. Just smart. Yeah, not, no, I'm just not, kidding. Not, I'm just kidding. Not genius. Just no, smart. I'm not, I'm not willing to say because every time we take a punishment shot, <laughs> you have to take a whoever, half of one. You have to take a smaller shot, even though you're not the one saying anything negative or but, overly positive. You know, another great pick for them. Best available. They need a center. They take a center. Yep. Uh, Jets get Jermaine Man, the Johnson. Jets have like 30 picks. Yeah, and another great pick for them. Uh, defensive end out of Florida State. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy is a stud yeah. out of Florida State. I, mean, I, wish the, I wish the Jets all the best. I really they really do. knocked it out of the park in the they, draft. They did a great job last year as well. But you know, and, and you know, having a defensive minded coach to pick up a couple of you know defensive players bodes well for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm looking for the New York Sack Exchange <laughs> to make a second appearance. Uh, number Was 20, that a thing? Yeah, New York Sack Exchange back in the what? '80s. Okay, Mark that's, Gastineau. That's, that's exactly why I don't know what the fuck you're talking about since I was born in the 80s, Ben. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You yeah. were saying how old you are. If you don't remember the New York Sack Exchange, I am old. you're not old. I'm old. Mark Gastineau and company? The, I don't, you don't remember I don't, Mark Gastineau? I don't remember the Purple People Eaters either. Well, I mean, that was before my time. <laughs> yeah. But the New York Sack Exchange was a great name uh, for a great defense for the Jets. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at 27 take Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. Good pick. Uh, Packers still taking defensive players <laughs> at twenty eight, and it's funny because their defense wasn't even that bad. Their last defense year. was pretty good. They lost no, they kept both of the Smiths, but they lost some, or did they, they lose did. one they of the did. Smiths? I, 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 they did lose uh, either, you know, one of their premier defenders. But I mean, it's like you lost two wide receivers. I mean, the strength of your team should be your offense, not your defense. Yeah. When you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, you should. You should be able to throw up forty points a game. Not I mean, when you, you know, know he's going to choke in the playoffs. You should be playing like you know the the Chiefs did a few years ago with just like throwing up tons of points, or like the Buffalo Bills earlier on in the season where they were throwing up forty points. That's what they should be focusing yeah. on. I mean, they say defense defense wins championship championships, but if you have a mediocre defense and a really good offense, that's also pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers actually I think might be better this year because he won't be forcing the ball to his security blanket in uh, 
and Devontae Adams. So the Packers take defensive tackle Devontae Wyatt. That's actually not a bad pick. Uh, Patriots take, oh my God, Patriots take Cole, <coughs> my God, Cole Strange, a guard at a Tennessee Chattanooga. Uh, this came via trade. They traded up for this particular pick. No one had this guy ranked in the it, within. I think I think they had this guy going in the third or fourth round. Bill Belichick. We'll see. Uh, he thinks he's smarter than everybody else, but he doesn't have Tom Brady to bail out his bad draft picks. I, I'm get, I'm starting to get the feeling that Bill Belichick might not be a very good general it's manager. Mac man boob. <laughs> it's, yeah, this was a bad pick. Uh, the Chiefs take George Carleftis. Uh, edge rusher out of Purdue, another good pick. The, the the defense for Kansas City, they lost some players. They may even continue to lose some players. So I think that this was a nice pick uh, for Kansas City, although they do need to I – and mean, I know they did later in the draft, but but they really need to replace Tyree Kill because uh, Tyree Kill is pretty damn good. Uh, Bengals at 31 take Daxton. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> take safety out of Michigan, Daxton Hill out of Michigan. The Bengals take another defender, and the Vikings take Lewis. What's your evaluation of Tyreek Hill? Pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. <laughs> He's pretty damn good. He could do anything. He could go deep. If, he could he could catch it. If your QB is not Tua, yeah. If you're too, if, yeah. We'll see how good uh, Adams and uh, Tyreek Hill are. Uh, but we'll give you. Uh, let's go through the quarterbacks that were taken off the board. Front a uh, round three at mm. number seventy four. Uh, the Desmond Ritter was taken by the Atlanta Falcons. What do you think about Pretty I mean, shocking. I mean, he's... He's the first one off the board. I think he went before Malik. Yeah, it, it, he's... he's But he's also a four-year starter. He's ready he to is, go. But he's also... he's. I think he's a short... No, he's tall. Is he tall? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know think about that one. I mean, because I, I, I seriously didn't even hear a lot of people thought he was the, the second <clears throat> most prepared to play. Oh, okay. See, I didn't, I didn't pay that much attention to George Ritter. George Ritter, Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter, whatever his name is. I don't know what the fuck his name is. That's how little I pay attention to this guy. I love quarterback drafts. So everyone knows that about me. I like quarterback. Actually, you drafts. do. I mean, and you usually um, make good decisions. I mean, if you were a GM of a team, you would make good quarterback decisions. Because yeah, I mean, I, I would also be able. To, see, I would try to force my coaches to actually play the quarterbacks that I want them to play uh, to see if they're any good, rather than just leaving them on the roster with a clipboard for five years. Uh, like Carson Strong, for for you guys took him after the draft. I wouldn't mind seeing him play a little bit, you know, a little bit he'll, he'll in, some play of in the these preseason. Games. Yeah, he'll play in the preseason. But I like the Ritter pick for for Atlanta. I actually think this is a nice pick for them. He's a he's a he's a four year starter. He can he can do it all. He's also got more athleticism. Does than he have Pickett. a good motor? He has a <laughs> he has a very good motor. Yeah, uh, but he you know he 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 can do it all. He's got a little bit of struggles a little bit with accuracy. But I think Desmond Ritter and and the irony about this this quarterback class. Is there's no Ryan Leaf in here? These are all stand-up dudes: Malik, Desmond, Kenny, Carson. Uh, what's his name from Old Miss? Has a little bit of issues off the field, but for the most part, these guys are all stand-up dudes. Uh, so I was surprised they didn't they didn't go a little bit earlier. But I, I like this pick for Atlanta because Atlanta has no quarterback that isn't named Marcus Mariota. Uh, Matt Corral from Ole Miss. This guy's got a little, a little bit of off the field issues, uh, but he went to the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers who had a terrible, awful draft. Mm. I mean, year. There's, there's there's some potential for and Matt they traded away picks from le- for next year. I mean, there's even potential for Matt Corral to start this year. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's possible that we could see this guy take the field. 
and they traded their third round. They were they spent the entire offseason complaining that they don't have a third round pick, and then they traded this year's third round, next year's third round pick to pick up Matt Corral, who they could have got anyway in the draft. Probably like after the draft. Uh, well, maybe not after, but even later than where they got him. But yeah, Matt Corral, probably my least favorite quarterback of this quarterback class, although he'll probably be the best. Uh, Skylar Thompson at 247 from Kansas State. Don't know anything about that guy. Went to the Dolphins. Uh, Bailey Zapp at 137. Quarterback out of Western Kentucky. Again, I don't know much about this guy. He went to the Patriots. The fucking, look at his Patriots draft. Uh, they took a the guard out of Chattanooga, wide receiver out of Baylor, who hasn't had a decent wide receiver in about a decade. Uh, Marcus Jones, cornerback out of Houston, who nobody had ranked particularly high. Uh, Pierre Strong, running back out of South Dakota State, who no one had particularly high, and Brian Zappi, who for some reason they drafted uh, in the fourth round. <laughs> uh, but Kenny Pickett, of course, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. And we also and the Steelers also took Chris Oladokun. Yeah, Oladokun yeah. out of uh, yeah. out of South Dakota State because the Steelers have to have four <clears throat> four quarterbacks. Now all of a sudden, and they've always had four quarterbacks on the roster in the preseason. I don't know why, but they always do. So with the untimely. Passing of Dwayne Haskins gave Chris Oladokun a chance, and we'll see what happens with him. But I'm sure he'll end up on the practice squad or cut altogether. Uh, Malik Willis, what do you think about the Tennessee Titans taking taking Malik well, Willis? That's, that's, it's, a, it's a nice pick for them, I think. I think it is. I mean, you know, uh, there's always question marks uh, around Ryan Tannehill. Uh, he's a, he's a serviceable quarterback, but he's definitely not tops in the league in terms of that position. I mean, he has skill. He's just not very smart yeah. with the football. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's good to have somebody waiting in the wings just in case. Yeah, I agree. And Malik Willis, I think another, another strike against him. He played at Liberty. You know, he didn't play in a top, you know, in, in a power five conference. Kenny Pickett played in the ACC, beat some pretty strong competition, beat Clemson. I think he, they won the conference last year, I believe. So he played against much more complex defenses with a lot more talent on the defense. Malik Willis playing at Liberty didn't get a lot of competition, but I really like this pick because I think Tannehill's got maybe one or two more years left on his deal. Yeah, somewhere. But I think Malik Willis, to me, he's got a lot of upside. A lot of upside. If he can start hitting guys in the middle of the field, I mean, he's got a ton of upside. Uh, Sam Howell went to the Washington Commanders in the fifth round. What do you think about that pick, Ronnie? I don't know much about Sam Howell. North Carolina so, yeah. needs some help. I mean, he's got a, he lacks mobility in the pocket, but he has a strong arm. He can make pretty much all the throws, can read a defense pretty well, can go through his progressions pretty well, but he lacks a little bit of arm strength and his decision making is not the best. I mean, they got Carson Wentz. So, so, so what is who? So you're saying that when, Sam Howell will definitely start when Carson Wentz gets traded to some to another team at the end of this season? <laughs> yeah, no, Sam Howell will be starting. He, well, no. I, actually, Has there ever been a well, first-round quarterback that's been traded in two straight well, seasons I, I, like I, Carson Wentz has? Well, I mean, Heineke is still a, a, a pretty serviceable. I like Heineke. He's, he's serviceable. I mean, he, I like has, he hasn't had that much you know, playing time. But when he has played, I mean, he, he put them in good positions to win games. So, I mean, you know. I don't I, get that much playing time. But when I do. I put you in I good put positions. I put you in good positions to win games. <laughs> they did. But he did. <laughs> You know, I like I like the fact that that I'm the most average quarterback like the fact, in the world. I like the fact that <laughs> no, I like the fact that Heineke's not he's he's fearless. I mean, he just fuck he he tosses up the ball. He's 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 uh, he's he's elusive. I mean, he, he's 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 a quick little dude. I agree. I and agree. and he's worked hard to get into the position that he's in right now. 
Yeah, I mean, I just I'm shocked. I've never seen a draft like we get six wide receivers in the first round, but not a quarterback until the third round. Uh, it just struck me as a little odd. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. Uh, but you know, there's a bunch of other guys that went in the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round. I mean, as as Franny has said a million times, and I agree with him, this is a crapshoot. You don't know what you're going to get with any of these guys, even guys you take in the top five, top six. You still don't know exactly what you're going to get from them. Yep. Uh, so you know, we'll we'll track them throughout the you know off season. Yeah, I mean, it's, the it's really difficult to evaluate a draft uh, based on the players that you got. I mean, it, it, you, you it's really a two to two to three year process to see how these guys progress in the league. I mean, you know, like uh, you know uh, these quarterbacks that are considered to be generational talent, some of them are just complete failures in the league. So, I mean, it takes about two to three years to actually really evaluate these guys. Yeah, unless you're Kenny Pickett, in which case, <clears throat> it's all good. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. so high. It's funny how excited you are <laughs> well, about man, these guys. Well, haven't drafted a quarterback for like 20 yeah, years. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> in the first round. In the first round. Uh, but let's go through these Eagles picks. You didn't, I mean, you didn't have a ton of picks, uh, but you, I think Howie Roseman, as, as we've discussed, did a really good deal, a, good, a great deal with the Saints. Also, Worked in that AJ Brown trade, but also was able to maintain and and continue not maintain, but wasn't it wasn't it, he didn't give up any picks next year, so you still have a full slate of picks next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, obviously, we talked about round one, Jordan Davis out of out of Georgia, but in round two, you took Cam Jurgens, a center out of Nebraska, yeah, the big Nebraska center. I love Nebraska offensive linemen. What say you? Do you really, Ben? I do. You love them. I love them. <laughs> I love the Cornhusker linemen. No, I mean, it's it's a good pick only because uh, Jason Kelsey is getting old now, and uh, we're gonna have to find a replacement for him. And you know, Cam Driggins might be that guy. We'll see. He will be that guy. Uh next up, round three, you took Nicobe Dean, yeah, who man. nobody wanted, fell to you at eighty three. I, I mean, well, he has right his, his... before the Steelers <laughs> pick when I was hoping they were gonna take him. Yeah, sorry. One about that, pick man. away. Sorry about Sonny that. Sonny can tell you how because I reacted I, I, to that pick. Sure. How did you react? I was pissed. Yeah. I was actually got up off the couch and was pretty angry. Yeah. You called me an asshole. Yeah. As if I picked the guy. Well, I mean, but, it was one pick away. Yeah, I know. I know. It was one pick away. Because I think the Eagles had a good feeling that this the, guy's a first rounder. The Steelers, he, I mean, on a lot of draft boards, you know, before mock drafts, before the draft, um, you know, he was he was expected to go in the first round. I mean, you know, he obviously has his injury issues, uh, the surgery that he may need to have on his on his pec, but uh, you know, he, he's definitely one of those guys that could be a difference maker over the long term. I mean, obviously, if he if he doesn't play next year. The following season, the year after that, I mean, this guy has a lot of upside, and you know, the well, the Eagles didn't pass on him. Well, actually, a lot ton of teams passed him. The Eagles passed him multiple times too. Eighty-two teams. Passed so, him. you know, it, it just it just gives him a little bit of uh, extra motivation to show those teams that they made the wrong decision in not choosing him. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because I think the Steelers and the Eagles are in the same sort of boat. The Steelers, you know, assuming Tyson Aluoglu comes back, assuming Steph, assuming Stefan Tua comes back. We both have really stout defensive lines. So we both could afford to wait for this guy to be able to play. If he gets a surgery and he's somehow able to come back and play this year, but we know for sure he's going to play next year. So I think we both had the luxury of not needing him right away, but being mm-hmm. able to get a potential top 10 pick yeah, at yeah. this spot. Probably the top 20, you know, somewhere on there. Yeah, I mean, without the injury, he, he probably goes... I, I bet she goes in the top ten before the injury, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I just I was pissed. Yeah, I think it's steal, steal of the draft. Man. I think it's we got quite, a good. I think we got a good pick after this, but just steal. not as good as this one. Yeah, but I mean, I'm Howie Roseman, happy about it. This was a nice pick yep. because I think the Steelers w- would have taken him at eighty four. Mm-hmm. I do. No, I think so I, for sure. 
Uh, round six, you took Kyron Johnson. You need linebackers, God knows. Yeah. You took, you finally take another linebacker out of Kansas to plug that hole a little bit. But what say you about the uh, Kyron Johnson I mean, pick? You know, sixth and seventh round picks are uh, guys that are really not expected to uh, be game changers. I mean, if anything, this guy might come on and play as a special teams guy first, and you know, we'll see what we have what we have in him. You know, kick the tires around a little bit, Ben. But um, you know, it is what it is. I mean, we need linebackers for sure, but I'm not sure how good he's going to be or if he's even going to make it in the league. Yeah, and at pick six, I really like this pick just because of his name. He can play tight end. He can play special teams. But I just want to say the words, Grant Calcaterra. On telev- I want to hear that name on television because that is a football player's name right there. Tight end, special teams guy at SMU. Yeah. Will probably I mean, play most of his time on special teams yeah. if he sees the field Big at all. tight end. He's 6'4", you know. But you guys have a spot for a tight end? We do. That's no more, no more Zach Ertz. No, but no more Zach Ertz out there in the middle of the field. Uh, uh, the ball, not getting no yak. Not getting no yak unless you go to Arizona <laughs> uh, because you're playing against uh, weak-ass defenses in the NFC. We can't stop you. Oh, please. All right. Who, who was the Super Bowl? Defense who was the, the Super Bowl champion? Uh, <laughs> this year? Yeah. The Rams. Yeah, and where, which division are they from? Which yeah, conference are they from? It's Sorry. Like, yeah, I mean, the Bulls were good, too. But the rest of the, the, rest of the fucking they Eastern won. Conference was garbage. They won. That's true. Uh, the Steelers had a few more picks than you did. Uh, we, obviously, Kenny Pickett at number at number one. Second round, we took George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia. Love this pick. What do you think pick. about that? Love this pick. He tore his ACL year before last. <laughs> took him a while to come back. Uh, I think this pushed him down the draft board a little bit, but he's a top. He's a first-round pick. I mean, he's got great hands. The radi- this catch radius is amazing. He can catch the ball on a boundary. As soon as he works his way sort of towards the middle of the field a little bit. But this, losing Washington, losing Juju Smith-Schuster, we needed mm-hmm. to get a wide receiver. I think if this guy doesn't tear his ACL, he probably goes in the first round. Uh, I'm going to believe in my Steelers when it comes to drafting wide receivers. Mm-hmm. But he's tall. <laughs> he's strong. He's got a, an amazing catch radius. Once he works on his technique a little bit, I think we found another. We're looking for that Martavis Bryant, uh, Lynn Swan, you know, type of receiver who All can right, go let's to. Talk about, let's not talk about Lynn Swan now, Ben. Uh, but we're, we're Hall looking of for Famer. we're looking for a tall guy that yeah. can run down the boundary and make. He's a big dude. He's yeah, a big and dude. make deep deep catches, and and we don't really have that on the team right now. So that we could move, you know, we could move Chase Claypool into the slot potentially, and open things up for George Pickens. I really, lo- mm-hmm. I love that pick because I trust the Steelers when it comes to wide receivers. <laughs> Uh, number uh, round three. This is the guy we got right after you stole our pick, uh, Demarvin Leal. Hey, you had you you could have picked him up. You had multiple picks before uh, before the Eagles drafted. I actually was kind of thinking we might want to trade with you guys, but it didn't happen. Uh, we get but Demarvin Leal, uh, defensive tackle A and M. I still like this pick. He can play anywhere. He can play anywhere on the line. This guy is is as versatile as it gets. He can play in year one if to it. Alo Alo aren't able to come back. So I, I don't mind this pick. I would have rather had Dean, but I don't mind this pick at all. Uh, round uh, round four, we take Calvin Austin the third wide receiver out of Memphis. Compensatory pick for losing uh, Bud Dupree. Of course, I assume that his wide receiver is going to be very, very good because <laughs> it's Kevin Colbert making this pick. So I don't have much to say other than but I know he's a he's, small guy. I don't, I don't, he's small, but yeah. Deontay Johnson's small. Yeah, And he had a Pro Bowl year. Did he really? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Over a thousand yards, multiple touchdowns. Did he have a thousand yards this season? Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, let's 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 see. Let's let's take a look at because you, uh, you gave me the look of bullshit. You got the no, bullshit I'm not, I'm not, look I'm, on your no, face. No, I'm, I'm. Well, you know your team better than I do. So I mean, 
Uh, how do you spell his name? Oh, there it is. Let's take a look here. Yeah, eleven sixty one. Oh, okay, all right, all right. You proved me wrong. All right. I know. The look on your face was like, "Fuck you." No, I didn't think so. I mean, I, 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 I mean, no, I like Deontay because you know I exaggerate. No, I like I uh, you do, but I, I like Deontay. Uh, don't get me wrong, but uh, I, I, <clears throat> I had no idea. That's actually that's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, he was he was uh, piss, pissing and moaning that he didn't want the you know they didn't didn't make the Pro Bowl. Uh, we also got Connor Hayward. This is a nice pick, Friday. This is the younger brother of Cam Hayward, our best defensive player. Well, our second best defensive player. T.J. Watts, obviously, our best defensive player. But he's a tight end, special teams fullback out of uh, uh, Michigan State. But now he has a roommate with his older brother at Pittsburgh. I love this pick. Mm -hmm. And then we have uh, Mark Robinson, linebacker out of Mississippi. We'll see what we get there. And, of course, Chris Oladukun, the next Hall of Fame quarterback. (laughs) Out of Pittsburgh, coming from South Dakota State, oh, that right. yeah. that that I'm quarterback, sure. Sure he is. quarterback bastion of South Dakota State, uh-huh. where Carson Wentz. I think went to school. In, I think with North Dakota. North Dakota. <laughs> Did he go to? North I have Dakota? no idea. One of the Dakotas. One of the Dakotas. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's the draft. I love it. You love it. Uh, what what's your what's your summary of the draft for the Eagles? And, uh, uh, and I the am league actually. Um, Happy about this draft. I mean, I've, I've, you, I've, I've, I, not, I've known you for eleven years, and you've yeah, never once said that. I have not said that. I, you know, I'm I'm actually surprised with some of the moves that um were were made in this draft, and you know, the players. I mean, obviously, I'm still not happy about not having any defensive backs, you know, taken at all. Well, um, you only had five picks. I, it, it is pretty interesting because to start the draft, except, except they were all in the first and fucking had, second round. Like, yeah, <laughs> they had, we only had five picks in the first round. They, but had, they didn't have any more picks. They had, uh, you know, they had twelve. I think they had twelve picks to start out, but then you know they started making trades. I mean, obviously for next season, you know, with the Saints, they made that trade. So next draft season, they're going to have, you know, uh, extra picks, especially in the first round, an extra pick. So, um, you know, Howie Roseman was was wheeling and dealing, and I like some of the choices that he made this year. You know, it's. I think that the Eagles definitely made a step forward in becoming the top dog in a terrible division. Still, but you know, with AJ Brown now, um, and and uh, what's the name the 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 defensive tackle right there? I forget. I already forgot his name. Um, but Dean? You know, yeah. Uh, well, Nakobe. Uh, but no, the the first. Uh, what the fuck is his name now? Jesus Christ! It's funny how 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 quickly we forget these names. Once we don't see them on the screen. Yeah, because you've never said anything nice about the, the Eagles no, draft. No, 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 I don't, no, because there's nothing nice to say about the Eagles. There's Jordan Davis, Jesus Christ. Um, but no, but I mean, that, that was also a good that's pick. A, God, that's a nice pick. For the Eagles right there, too, yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm excited for some of the guys that we have. I mean, in the later part of the draft with the tight end and the line and the linebacker, I mean, it is what is what it is. We'll see what happens to those dudes, but, you know, I'm happy with the, the early dudes. That they yeah, I mean, Major and the Brown. beauty of it is... Uh, some of this is a function of Howie Roseman's job security. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I don't know well, that he. I don't know that he plans for the future this way. If he sort of is in win now or I'm going to get fired mode, yeah. and I think he's yeah. comfortable in his job. He knows he's got at least a few more years in his in his position, well, so he can he can push I think these. Even if he fucked up this draft, uh, you know, and he didn't have a long contract ahead of him, he would still, you know, uh, I mean, he's not too worried about his uh, his status in the building. Uh, only because he's fucked up so many drafts and they haven't got rid of him yet. So uh, I'm not sure what kind of um, you know uh, tapes or video he has on Jeffrey Lurie, <laughs> but he must have something on Jeffrey Lurie because he's fucked up multiple drafts now. I mean, this guy is good. Not this year with financial decisions, but the draft portion, 
not the greatest. But this year, you know, I'm happy about it. And I know a lot of Eagles fans out there just reading, um, you know, uh, some of the comments on Instagram and on Facebook. A lot, a lot of fans are very happy about what he did this season. And they're forgetting a lot of the shit that he's done in the past. Yep, and I agree. I, I love my Steelers picks this year. I think they were smart. They didn't overreach for anybody. They stayed. They stuck to the game plan. They didn't make any trades in the draft. They got their quarterback. They got defenders. They got receivers. And I'm just really happy. Mm-hmm. The defense is going to play lights out. We've got Trubisky competing with Pickett in the in the preseason. Yeah, We might have a Pickett starting in game one. We might have a Trubisky oh. starting in game one. But either way, I feel like we've got some quarterback options. Well, it's a healthy quarterback battle, you know, because both guys, I mean, you have one rookie coming in, coming in, but I mean, you have Mitchell Trubisky who does have experience in the league, but not that much. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a, a healthy rivalry between those two dudes. Yeah. And, and I think that bodes well for the, for the Steelers. And no experience with a good, with a decent team, with a good team, with a good franchise, with a good heading, with a good coaching staff. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see what Trubisky can do with a solid franchise. With a good coaching staff, I mean, not Matt Canada notwithstanding, has a, but he has a good coaching staff and a solid franchise that's supporting him. Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> Matt Canada, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know, he didn't get a lot of support in in Chicago, and he had a shit franchise with a terrible roster, and he was still able to get to the playoffs twice. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I, I'm I'm very optimistic, more so optimistic than I usually am. Yeah, well, you're always optimistic. I'm the I'm the pessimist over here. Yeah, that's true. When it comes to our two teams, well, I, I take my moment to be happy, and then I I'd rather be disappointed later. No, I'd I'd just rather be disappointed, and and then like hopefully have uh, you know something happen in the season that makes me happy. Yes. So you'd rather be, per, you know, perennially mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. disappointed. Yep. And and pessimistic, mm-hmm. and then if something good happens, you're like, oh, that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, I'd rather be enthusiastic, upbeat until the season goes to shit. Yeah, and you win twelve games in a row, and then go <laughs> on a complete crap, crap show, uh, lose to the Cleveland Browns in the last game of the year, and then lose yeah. to the Cleveland Browns uh, in the playoffs. How, how many Super Bowls <laughs> the Steelers have? Six. Yeah. How many do we have? One. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> well, not a lot recently, though. Not a yeah. lot recently. Does it matter? Does it matter? I mean, the Cowboys still talk about their five like they won them yesterday. Yeah, that's true. And they haven't won them since... Uh, 95. Since, like, uh, since you 95, were... 96. Since you were in 95, middle season. school. Yeah, I was in sixth grade last time they won one. Yeah. So, yeah, against Neil... No, did they win another one after Neil O'Donnell? After 96, did they win another one? Man, Cowboys... I think that might have been their last one. Cowboys fans are terrible. Man. I think it might have been the last one against the Steelers in '96. I might have been. I the think last that was. Super I think Bowl. that was when the fucking Cowboys beat them. Ben. Yeah, there you go. That's a shot. <laughs> All right, Friday. What's next about a big board as we prepare this shot? There we are. Uh, next up, Ben. We have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. All right, as Friday pours a shot. I want to thank you. We both want to thank small you. Shot, small shot. All of our loyal oh, listeners out there, we truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. We hope you enjoyed the draft. We hope you're having a good time this spring. We hope you and your family are well, and we truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. Since 2018, we've been a show by Football Fun. Friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Since you're listening, please consider heading to our website at thirstygold.buzzsprout.com. Or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, how many stars, Ronnie? Five stars, Ben. Five stars. Just slam it, pound it, crush it, hit it with your elbow, and review the show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, a neighbor, just one person. Just tell one person that you know, hey, I like this show. It's called Thirsty Gold Podcast. It's pretty good. These guys are good. They know their football. They're fun. They're friendly. They're entertaining. They do a whole bunch of shit. They do great beer com- camaraderie, they camaraderie between the two. They do beer reviews. They do 
scotch and bourbons and rye and, and cognacs and Ab- Armagnac reviews. They do it all. Mm-hmm. Just tell one person about the show. We truly appreciate it. You can check us out on... Uh, you can check us out when you get your pods. You can- <laughs> <laughs> Find us wherever you listen to pods. There you go. What he said. Uh, but you can also get us everywhere, any podcaster, podcatcher, uh, as well as Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music. You can I get us that. on Twitter at GoalThirst and on Instagram at ThirstAnn. I don't know what that girl's name is, but man, or that woman's name is. But that was like the perfect way to put it. And, and leave it to a British person to like yeah. find the perfect way to word that shit. <laughs> find us, find us wherever you listen to pods. Yeah, see, I, I can't <laughs> do an accent. Here we go. Cheers, babe. Let's do this shot. Micah Parsons. Uh, I just love their draft room. It's just like three. It's like Jones, Jones, and like two other guys. Were they on a boat this time? I didn't and then see, a I, I was, giant I was, star on the wall. I wasn't even watching. Were they on a boat? No, oh, but okay. it was like this room with a giant star on the wall and like uh, Jones, Jones, and like two other people. All the other people that are working the draft room didn't get to be on camera. <laughs> it was yeah. it was just them. Yeah, I know. That's that that that's good for. Uh... For the team right there to show that the, the most important guys are the guys that have nothing to do with the draft picks. Jerry Jones, literally the Beverly Hillbillies owning a franchise, owning that's, a football team. That's exactly team. what it is. I found a hole in the ground yep. in Oklahoma and oh, all's <laughs> coming up. All's coming up, guys. He's literally a dumb fuck who got rich. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, we have a feel-good story. All right, Friday, this week we have a good feel-good story. As if we don't have a good feel-good story I mean, every, every single week, week, Ben. We have a good feel-good story every single week. This week, Friday. A little bit of drama down in Tampa Bay won't stop us from shouting out the great Mike Evans. Great wide receiver. A gamer each and every week. Mike Evans and his wife, Ashley, Ashley with an I, started the Mike Evans Family Foundation in 2017, which sets out to improve the lives of children in need and families impacted by domestic violence. A large portion of the money that is raised through the foundation is put into scholarships for kids to be able to attend college. Free agency hit earlier this month, and with that, Evans again agreed to restructure his contract so that the Bucks could sign as many impact players as possible for another championship run. Once that happened, an initiative started for his foundation that saw steady donations of $13, the number that Evans wears on the football field. It comes as no surprise to the Buccaneers faithful that he would do all they can, or that the Buccaneers faithful would do all they can to help support the star wide receiver and his foundation as he has spent his entire career in Tampa Bay. The foundation itself gave an update on the money raised since just a few days ago. Mike Evans might be known for his work on the field, but his work he does off the field and in the community far outweighs that. The foundation is constantly taking donations in the hundreds of thousands. To find out more to add or to donate, go to Mike Evans Family Foundation. One word, Mike Evans Family Foundation.org. You know, I don't think enough people talk about Mike Evans. I know, seriously. I mean, he's he's a very I mean, he's an amazing wide receiver, but very underrated, similar to the way uh, Lockett is in in uh, in Seattle. I mean, both these guys are are, are amazing. I mean, obviously, Mike Evans has uh, more. Uh, he's, he's just larger physically. I he's mean, a big he, dude. He's, 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 he's a, a very big, big wide receiver. So his job is a little bit easier than 
Tyler Lockett, who's is uh, not small, but he's smaller than Mike Evans. But yeah, Mike Evans, nobody. Not I'm not saying nobody talks about this guy, but he definitely doesn't get enough notoriety in the league, and you know he's doing some good stuff outside of the league too. But yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know why more people don't talk about Mike Evans and the numbers that this guy has playing for Tampa Bay before Tom Brady was even there. I mean, yep. with Jameis Winston, this guy was doing the same shit. Yep. Now with Tom Brady, obviously, he's doing the same shit. But yeah, not enough people talk about him because Mike Evans doesn't talk about Mike Evans. Exactly, that's true too. Yeah, maybe that's why wide receivers are divas, just so people talk about them. But he's made a, a ton of money, continues to restructure his deal. He just goes out there, does his job at a high, high, high level. Mm-hmm. And he's been richly compensated for that, but he hasn't created mm-hmm. a lot of drama. Good character, man. He's just got great character, and this is a big shout-out mm-hmm. to Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. He deserves it. He and deserves Ashley it. as well. Really deserves it. Yes, for sure. And, you know, it's the NFC, so <laughs> oh my anybody <laughs> can win. <laughs> As they said on that Seinfeld episode, like back in the 90s, when they were like, are you going to watch the marathon? He's like, why am I going to watch the marathon? He's like, a guy from Kenya, a woman from Norway, and 10,000 losers. <laughs> <laughs> so that's essentially the, NF- the NFC. The Rams, the Bucks, and 14 losers. All right. We'll see what happens this year, Ben. I mean, you got a bit. I mean, compared to the I NFC. I mean, right now, yes. I mean, the, the NFC was, um, you know, the premier uh, conference for a few years there. But the AFC now, there's there's a lot of strong competition. I mean, a lot of good quarterbacks in the AFC right now. All of the good quarterbacks. No, Aaron Rodgers is no, in the All NFC. of the good Tom quarterbacks. Tom Brady is in the NFC. Yeah, I think Tom Brady's time has come. <laughs> it's, it's past. It's over. Uh, Matthew Stafford in the uh, NFC. San Francisco could just maybe complete a pass or two or catch an interception and uh t- maybe they're playing in the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford band. No, don't 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 throw Matthew Stafford under the bus. Come on. Matthew Stafford we talked about for a long time on the show. No, I, mean, I like, the I like top Matt 10. Stafford. He's a top ten guy. He, he also like uh Mike Evans did not he never got enough respect for what he did out in Detroit. For, of all for teams. No, for no good reason. It, yeah. For no <laughs> exactly you know if there's ever a guy that was putting his body on the line for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Matt Stafford yep. in Detroit. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Dan Campbell could turn that team around just a little bit. Jared Goff, you know, get to a playoff game. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, who? No, <laughs> no Kirk Cousins. No, the $35 million no, man. I, I, no. You got to love that guy. No, Kirk I know, man. I mean, he, he does a good job making money, that's for sure. I mean, he's almost like a stockbroker in the NFL. He's like, he's he looks just, like one. He just He's probably made as much money as Ben Roethlisberger did in his entire yeah. career. A lot of quarterbacks. I mean, the dude signs $25, $30 million contracts every year. Guaranteed. They're all franchise. Yeah, whatever. For a mediocre team. The, the definition of mediocrity. <laughs> Like the, the 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 Vikings are like the literal definition of NFL mediocrity. Pretty much, yeah. All right, Franny, that's it for the feel good story. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up, Ben is Franny's hot take. Oh, we got a hot take. We, we got, got a hot take. Are we gonna listen to the uh, the intro? Ben's perfectly edited intro for Franny's hot take. Hot take. Bam. Love this. It's that time again, friends. Franny is here, bringing cheer or fear or just switching gears. Is it football or soccer or something new? Buckle up, people, because here it comes. Grab your Pepto and a handful of fucking Tums. It's Franny's hot take. It's Franny's flame. It's Franny's earthquake. 
of Friday's Got Game. It's Friday's Hot Take. It's Friday's Flame. It's Friday's Earthquake. Because Friday's Got Game. Take us out, Mario. Take us out. Ivanić ide na umačaj do ostra lopta, Volker reagira, tu je Perišić, Perišić, Mandžukić, Mandžukić, i Mandžukić, i Super Mario je, zabija i dano rastavno! It's Franny's hot take, it's Franny's flame, it's Franny's earthquake. Because Franny's got game, it's Franny's hot take, it's Franny's flame, it's Franny's earthquake, because Franny's got game. Are y'all ready for this week's hot take? Break it down and bring it on. Here comes this week's hot take. Uh, that's probably that is probably one of my favorite intros right there, Ben. I mean, the beat in the background that you have right there. I I I, I need to get the whole song. It's licensed. I, I have it. I have you li- it's li- I how, to, how I long? How long, how long is it? I think it's pro- it's like two minutes, two and a half it's, minutes uh, long. I, I could probably put that on my Apple playlist. I mean, I, I gotta know you know who the DJ is that put that little beat together. But it's nice. But it's even better with your voiceover, though, Ben. Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, of course. It, 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 that makes it way better. Boy, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying good good night to my cousin. Good night. Good night. Good night, your lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sonia is a Seattle Seahawks fan, and she loves the fact that Russell Wilson left the Seahawks, and Drew Locke is her new quarterback. Yes, absolutely. I mean, who wouldn't be, really? I mean, look at that face that she's making. That's it's, it's, it's just grinning right now, yeah. ear to ear. I mean, there's only uh, there's a lot of people rooting against Russell Wilson. I'm one of them. Yeah, you, yeah you've been rooting against him for like a couple years now, a couple seasons. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. All right, Friday, what is your hot take of the week? (laughs) Hot take of the week, Ben, with uh, Pickett being selected number 20 overall in the first round. I predict, actually, that that Kenny Pickett will start maybe midway through the season once we see Trubisky struggle early on. Or, Ben, how much struggling do you want to see from Trubisky before the team actually moves on from him? Zero. Zero? No, but let's say say the, 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 the Steelers start two and four. Is it time to move on, or do you give Trubisky a little bit more time? But I predict Pickett. If we start two and four, Pickett's gonna go, he's got to go in there. You think so? Yeah. You think I, so? I, you think a lot of Steelers fans feel that way? Only because I'm very, very uh, sentimental. <laughs> you know, Roethlisberger quarterback goes down, comes in, wins twelve games out of the uh, whatever he wins twelve games out yep. of fourteen games. Yep. Can't remember who wasn't even went down. Was it Maddox? I and can't remember was, who wasn't what, went down. What position was Roth- Roethlisberger was also pretty late in the draft. It was like seventeen, uh, eleven, eleven. Oh, okay, I thought it was maybe a little bit later. No, Rogers went later. Yeah, Rogers yeah. went later. Yeah, and it's been chip on his shoulder. I ever mean, since. just imagine if 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 the Steelers drafted Rogers, you probably have like three Super Bowls right now. No, we'd have three Super Bowl losses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> poor man's Jim Kelly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would want to see Pickett get in there. I, personally, I would want to see Pickett go in there right away. Yeah. I mean, you drafted him. He's already 24. Why not send him in? A, you know, get, get him in a game. You think it's possible though? I mean, you think, I'm not sure what, but, actually, but, but, but Trubisky's probably going to go like eight. No, do we have the, uh, this season schedule already? This uh, no, they're, they're announcing it. That's the next big NFL announcement oh, okay. on May 12th. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Cause I want to see who. The first maybe five or six opponents are. We got a tough schedule. The Steelers, and is Trubisky the guy? 
You know, I mean, I want to I see. I, I would love to see who they are and if Trubisky is capable of beating some of those teams. I mean, I know the defense is strong, but, you know, my hot take, Pickett going in early to mid-season. You know, this is a hard one for me because I, I'm rooting for Trubisky. <laughs> you know what I mean? He he didn't get an opportunity in Chicago. Well, you should. You're paying him. He, well, you didn't We're get not a, paying him a ton. I don't know, uh, it's like fourteen million, uh, three and a half million this year. Three and a half million. million? Yeah, with, with, oh, it's fourteen million overall, right? With, Two years. with incentives. Oh, okay, so it's uh, I think it's only about eight million actually out of pocket mm-hmm. and a pack of Wrigley, Wrigley and gum. a pack of Wrigley gum. But uh-huh. I mean, he didn't get an opportunity to really play for for a, a solid head coach for for with a decent team and a good franchise. Managi, coach Chicago. of the year, yeah, because Trubisky got <laughs> him in the fucking playoffs. Uh, you know, he goes to Chicago or uh, to, to to Buffalo. He doesn't really get an opportunity there, obviously, because you got Josh Allen. But he really was thrown in. I mean, you know, like every time I see David Carr on NFL Network, I'm like, man, I feel so bad for you. I know. I feel, well, I don't feel bad for him. I mean, he's, he's, the dude is still handsome. He's a handsome dude. And he's probably making more money on NFL Network right now, and he's having a good time. He doesn't have to worry about getting injured or, you know, like some sort of serious injury or like head injury or some shit where in the future, God knows what could happen. But I mean, he, he's, he has a pretty good fucking career now. Actually, he should be, he oh, should for be, sure. But he, he never got thinking, an opportunity. He he's, should be thinking the Texans actually. I guess he's like the NFL equivalent of a guy sitting behind Mike Tyson on a plane. <laughs> like he was just, Did you see that? He, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. would not mouth off to Mike Tyson. No, once, you, once you hit him with the bottle, that's assault. You know, you have not, you have the ability to retaliate at that point. Once you get hit with a physical object, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I felt bad for David Carr because he just—I mean—he got thrown. He had like the—he led the league in sacks for like three or four straight years with the Texans. He just got whacked around like a punching bag. Uh, but I'd like to see. So my best case scenario: Pickett comes in, you know, midway through the season. Plays really well, and then Trubisky. The Steelers do the right by right by Trubisky and get him an opportunity that he deserved. Maybe somewhere like San Francisco after Trey Lance falls on his face, or you know, with another team, Justin Fields. Maybe you never know. He, he's not going back to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> but but I with mean, a, but with another that's team, where he started. That's where I mean, he started his career promisingly. Yeah. in Chicago, or even if you know Jalen Hurts turns out not you know not to be the guy. I, I personally don't want Trubisky, but yeah. But you know, but give him an opportunity somewhere. I'm excited for him elsewhere, where, where he'll get success. Because I'm, I'm, it's hard to root against Trubisky because he got treated uh, so badly in Chicago. He did it. He did. I mean, he got the short end of the stick for sure. But I mean, it, it, it is it is it is uh, it is a possibility. You know, I mean, they as much experience as Pickett got in college. You know, four year starter. You know, Trubisky was he was what two years? I mean, Trubisky mm-hmm. was fairly young. He came into Trubisky league. wasn't ready when he yeah, got drafted. Exactly, he wasn't ready, and he really hasn't played. I mean, he had that one full season when he first started in the second season. I'm not sure if if he played the entire season, but yeah, he, he sort of got short on the stick. So Pickett might have a little bit more football gaming experience than and and good not in the NFL, not in the NFL, but you know, still, I mean, he's once you're a four year starter, you 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 read the field a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, to me, four year starter, 24 years old, he's your quarterback, a little more mature. You, you got to start him. I mean, he's already twenty four. He he started in the NFL and the ACC against, or in, in college in the ACC against solid competition. Won the ACC. I think he's got to be your starter. All right. All right. Well, that's the hot take. Pick it starting for the Steelers week five. I love it. That means spicy shot from week five through week eighteen. They're gonna win all those games. Pickett's gonna be the starter. They're gonna go undefeated. Beat Baltimore twice. Beat Cincinnati twice. Beat Cleveland twice. 
then you're a hero in Pittsburgh. All right. I mean, I, I, I got to be optimistic. Uh, Watch, he comes in and he throws like 10 interceptions yeah, in like three games. Trubisky. And the whole thing is a, is a mess. And we're trading Cleveland for fucking Deshaun Watson <laughs> for four first round picks. Well, we'll see how we'll see how Deshaun plays this season. That's gonna be pretty interesting to watch as well. Well, the uh, draft room for the Cleveland Browns was uh, Kevin Stefanski. Oh, okay. Did yeah. you see the draft room for I, the Browns? No, it was literally Kevin Stefanski in his office. There were no other people there. Hey, that's like they had like three picks. That's like Belichick at the table with his dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the dog made the picks. Probably. I think. <laughs> Not to, this time, but like a couple, kill of, Harry? couple of drafts ago, I, I didn't. Can we take the kill? Because I was at work most of the time for the drafts, <laughs> for this draft. And, and Kobe Myers, oh, he's going to be good. <laughs> I didn't get to watch a ton of it, but you know. Uh, but yeah, Bill Belichick. But the coverage was not what I watched. The coverage wasn't that good. No, I mean, but I, 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 and I think if if the, if the drafts in Vegas again, we should probably go because it looked like it was a lot of fun for all well, the sure. different stuff they, yeah, had, they going on, had. But the TV couldn't capture. What was happening? No, but like they like watching gambling. a guy get out of a straitjacket, a trick that Houdini did like 120 fucking years ago. Like that's the best you could do. You, no, but he, they can't make, had, he can't make Paris disappear yeah, or something. But they should have gambling going on outside in the draft. You know, have a craps table, roulette, have some slot machines out there, whatever. I mean, that would have been the the, the Vegas experience, and and they would have made a lot of money because all those people were messed up, all those people were drunk, and it's pretty funny to watch these fans. And there was an Eagle fan that was there for all. <laughs> Of the rounds, but it's of funny. the draft, he was there every day and standing there with was no it, alcohol. Was he wearing and, like an eleven? Like an, I think it was like number eleven. Was it know. Wentz? He was wearing a Wentz jersey. <laughs> was it eleven or was it like fifty? But he was there with his face painted. He was there every day. He was there Thursday. He was there Friday. He was there. Or was it? Yeah, thir- Saturday. Oh wow! I was wow. like, this dude He's got credit, and he never had a drink in his hand. I'm like, you stood there for like. <laughs> Like eight hours a maybe day. It was, maybe it was difficult to find a bathroom. Man. Actually, all, I think it was know. an eleven. I think it was a number eleven jersey. Yeah, if it was <laughs> is a that Wentz? Jersey, I think that's what Wentz wore. I'm not sure it was eleven now, but you know, yeah, that's uh, pretty interesting. But we should go. I mean, we should. Yeah, we, I mean, definitely. But we should just go to Vegas in general. Yeah, yeah. they had good yeah. bands. They had good entertainment. It just yeah, never but, made its way to the TV. It was just, yeah. oh my god, this guy's the best. <laughs> this guy had two forty seven. I can't believe he's still available. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> what do you think, Ian? In the making. <laughs> what do you think, Ian? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, this guy whose job it is to repeat the other things that he hears that other people say. Ian, that's a good job you got there, buddy. <laughs> you know. Is your, is your dog fighting another dog over there? Uh, probably barking at the fence. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, perfect. All right, Franny. Franny's hot take. We'll get another hot take next oh, week. Oh, so your dog. There's your dog right there. Yeah. I'm not sure which dog is barking now. Uh, you know, it's Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, either dogs barking or fireworks going on. Yeah. One or the other. My dogs are barking, as or, they say. Or, uh, you know, the helicopter flying around. Or helicopter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Franny has a hot take every single week, and they are all for the past three solid. weeks. They are all solid. No, I, I, the only reason I want a hot take every week now is so I can hear that intro. You can and you then keep That's, coming up with the I hot better, take. I better. I actually came up with this one just today. So I, you know, and it was better than I mean, anything. I'm really for this. And it was better thing I heard. It was better than anything I heard from Ian Rappaport or who's the other guy, uh, Adam Schefter yeah. over the last four days. Yeah, yeah. Well, those guys make a ton of money. I do not bet. Yeah, even there was even at one point during the draft where it was like, oh, oh, Adam wants to, Adam. Adam's got something. Adam, we need to go to Adam. And he literally repeated something that another guy had just said. Or he just read on Twitter or Instagram <laughs> or something. But he was getting pissed that they were not including him. So he like made some, like he literally repeated something that somebody had like just said because he hadn't been on television for like 25 minutes. 
<laughs> Poor guy. Poor guy. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our shot of the week Wednesday, Ben. We all celebrated uh, professional... Administrative professionals? Administrative professionals day. I didn't write that portion down right here, but professional... Professional administrators. Uh, yeah, professional administrators day. <laughs> uh, ben, I mean, you're you're uh, you're, you're sort of a pro. I mean, you're you're more than a professional administrator. Uh, uh technically, I'm uh, I'm, a, I'm a professional administrator who uh, oversees administrative professionals. Exactly. So even better, <laughs> even I mean, even more appropriate than those are the, all have... the words that are that need to go into my title: administrative and professional. That, that's that's yeah, as and, boring and, as it gets. And. Uh, <laughs> And tonight's shot, with tonight's shot is in honor of the holiday, which was on Wednesday. You know, I, I'm sure everybody is still sort of hungover from partying because of the holiday. One of the biggest in the U.S., of course. Uh, but, you know, tonight's shot, Ben, it is, it is a spicy-ish shot. Uh, it was concocted with uh, a little bit of absolute papar or pepper, whichever way you papa. want to be. Papa. And, uh, wherever you get your pods. S- <laughs> wherever you get your pods. <laughs> And also a little bit of uh, a fireball, sort of a 50-50 mix with some Cholula and some tahini on the rim band. It is a beautiful shot. It's, you know, sort of red-ish in color, especially with the tahini there on the rim. It's sort of red, red, red. But, red, uh, red, red. There you go Thank right you, there. I'm pretty sure it's going to taste like shit. No. But you wanted It's going to taste like Kenny Pickett Super Bowl spicy. champion. You wanted a spicy. You've been wanting a spicy shot on the table and now. And you've been for, rejecting me. I have. I've, you've been rejected multiple <laughs> times, Ben. I'm sorry. I do apologize for that. You're <laughs> like Subicic at the goal right there. Just knocking a fucking ball out. I can't get it in. Not against France. But, uh. <laughs> hey, well, I gave up a lot of goals, actually. Yeah, it, was, it, was, four goals. it was multiple four goals. goals yeah. Yeah. That's right. Four goals. What are you going to do? Uh, but. Many goals. With the absolute papar, the fireball, the Jalula, the tahini ban. You might like the spice, but the flavor might not all be there. Uh, you know, coming over tonight, uh, since I worked today, I didn't really prepare for a shot. Kind of looked at the holidays that were on the calendar. That was one of them. And, and uh, you know, in, in the position that you're in, it's appropriate, I guess, you know? Yeah. And yeah. you too. Yeah, well, I'm not an administ- I'm not in administration. I'm actually I have a union job, Ben. So, not that I'm opposed to administration, but you know, I should be, you know, that's the union. Hell no, we have, won't go. <laughs> exactly. Union reps come in and and uh you hate you them. Know, it, Just remember you hate them. That well, that's that's uh uh, you know, sort of their not messaging towards us, but uh, direction, orders, orders. I mean, it's not but it's uh it's sort of laid out there. You get along with your boss. I well, do. you I, shouldn't. I do. I actually. <laughs> well, you shouldn't. I know, and let I know. me tell you why. <laughs> I do get along with my bosses probably a little too well, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. I don't have a. I don't have anything against people that I work with. What can I say? Exactly, and that's the way it should be. Especially inside the office, we don't want any strife until it's negotiation time. Then, well, then I might. Then I might, gloves are off. Yeah, well, I mean, I even 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 then, it's yeah. I'd go. I'd pick it if I have to, but I'll pick it. <laughs> We're picketing for picket. Yeah, uh, but you know, it, it is what it is. We want but, a thirty-two yeah. hour work week. Maybe eventually, I'll be, uh, maybe eventually, I'll be in administration, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yes, time, you will. For the time, I have no for, doubt about for it. For the time being, though, you know, it's it's union. Do you guys have right of return? What is that? In other words, if you took a management position, actually, and I don't you decided do. I you don't didn't think, want it, you could move back I, to your. I don't think we have that. You should ask about that. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, it. exactly. If you don't yeah, have yeah. right of return it because I know it. everybody that's left the union has never come back. So you know, because a lot of places have like sort of a right of return. Like you go yeah. into management, you're like, I don't like this. I might get, I might get stoned. You could, you could take a lower get, position. I might get stoned, 
by some of the union uh, workers if I do come back. Like, yeah, oh. they'll just they'll just give you that disappointed look. And yeah. Be like, eh, okay, Norma Ray, <laughs> I, I need I got to pay my mortgage. <laughs> exactly. I mean, people take this shit personally. I'm like, dude, they're I mean, they're, they're, they're they should though. They they're should. they're uh, you know they're, they're they're doing what they need to. And do you're on the position. same team. That's what people yeah, exactly, don't get. Yeah. The higher your wages get, the higher their wages yeah. have to be. To be distanced from your wages. Because they have to answer to their own bosses. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck, dude? But what if you have... make, you can't make more than your boss. So if they, if they negotiate money for you that puts you close to your boss's salary, then they got to raise your boss's salary. Exactly. So they're supposed to be on your side, like, surreptitiously, like, <laughs> on the down low. All right, Here's let's do this shot. Let's give this a shot. Let's see, let's see if it's spicy enough for you. Ooh. Oh, there's a bug in it. Okay. <laughs> hey, but you like bugs. You I'm going to take... I'm just going to take this What kind moth. of bug is it? <laughs> it's a moth. That's a pretty big moth, too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you lick that finger? <laughs> you just, I don't know you took moth. the moth Are out. moths poisonous? No, I don't think they're poisonous. I'm I don't good, know. Then. Unless you hallucinate or something. Maybe it's a hallucinogenic moth. <laughs> it's a peyote moth. moth. <laughs> what's this What's this yellow frog doing in, 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 in my, my shot? It's really I small. I almost just drank that, too. It's black and yellow, but, you know. I almost just Steelers. drank it. <laughs> Steelers frog. It's, All right, cheers, right, Let's man. do it. Oh, baby, that's good. Oh, oh, that's good. That's actually really good. Hi! Man, that's a really good shot. I'm actually shocked. I'm actually shocked. That, that's a good shot. That was actually really fucking good. Oh, drink these shots wherever you get your shots. And the tahini really gives it a nice little uh, zing at the end. Fuck, that was good. That was actually pretty, damn. That was that was way better than I expected. You just drank Cholula right there. <laughs> Cholula right there. I don't know why you just... Why you just swallowed that right there? Oh. <laughs> I had to. Yeah. I gotta get every. I gotta like get every I, drop of spice. See, the, the Cholula is is down at the bottom. Like I got enough of it in the oh. shot. I'm not gonna just drink that right off the bottom of the well, shot glass you, you, right there. You, you know, you treat me like, you know, like. Uh, wow, but well, that was actually good. That was a really like the like the Goonie guy that was like trapped in the shot. in the in the in the in the Goonies, like the guy that had the chain. You know, I never watched the Goonies. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. It's our time. It's our time down here. Um, Never watched it. I, I don't get spicy shots. You treat me like uh, you know, like I live under the house in the crawl space. When I ask for when I ask for a spicy shot, you're like, yeah, in May. Yeah, you'll get eventually. It's you'll January. Get eventually. I'm like, but this one, man, like way better than I expected. I thought this would taste whew. like shit, but it had an, enough sweetness from the fireball, that cinnamoniness, but then the papar. The the absolute papar added a, just a, a a zing of peppery notes to it, but then that Cholula on the finish and that tahini on the rim really finished it off nicely. Gave a nice little salty zing. That was actually pretty. That damn was good. really good. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think without the tahini, it wouldn't have been that good. I think the no, tahini that was really... that was excellent. I'm gonna give it a ten. Yeah, I would give that a ten too. Wow, man, I'm getting pretty good at this shit. Hmm. Sorry, tipsy bartender. I don't want to toot We're my own. on our own now. I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but that was a pretty damn good shot. Well, you're not a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, 10 for me, too. That's that's pretty damn good. And it was easy to put together. I mean, just some absolute par. Uh, some fireball, some Cholula, just a couple of drops of Cholula and, and uh, some tahini on the rim. Damn, that was good. That was one of the best shots ever. It was. It was for me. No, but I'm. I'm it's, I it, like the spice. I want to say it's one of the best, but it was surprisingly good. Uh, well, I like the spice. Yeah, no, it, my all-time favorite it was is the spicy shot out of the pickle. It wasn't overly spicy though. It wasn't overly. It had just the cholula the at the right, end was kind of stupid. Well, that you yeah. swallowed that straight cholula. So yeah, I mean that was not 
probably the well, smartest thought thing out. to do. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what it was, but, I just, but I then just as thought, soon as it was on I my tongue, I was like, like, "Oh, I know what it is." There was nothing in your glass except Cholula, <laughs> and you just like leaned it back and 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 uh, you zipped down the Cholula. But you yeah, know, that's what happens when you don't get you spicy shots very often. Let me let me, let me get, see that little bit of Cholula right there. I'm gonna put that. Yeah. Let's put that down. It's not the best. <laughs> I mean, it is it actually it is really good, but it's a lot. It's concentrated. Ah, ah, it's concentrated. That's gonna open up the sinuses right Ooh. there. Uh, yes, listen to us wherever you get your pods. Ah. ah. How do you Ooh, say it? It's really, it's really spicy now. <laughs> it's good. Find us wherever you listen to pods. <laughs> there we go. Uh, our BBC uh, tomorrow. <laughs> we're going to be talking about. Uh, uh, there's some whales that are beached on the beach at, uh, in front of Wessex. Uh, Man, that chill is really burning now. It is good. Damn. Uh, we're going to be to Wessex and we're going to oh. go to Gloucestershire and Worcestershire after I think that. My nose is going to start watering pretty soon. Uh, she's got uh, dripping. Uh, a small. Uh, Collection of, of paintings that she's done. All right. All next right. up on the big board, Ben. What's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, we have our beverage of the week, something that I've been looking forward to for the last couple of weeks because I got this a couple of weeks ago. We had the um, the Copper Still Rye last week, which was decent, not the best. But tonight we have the Lagavulin 8, Ben, and we'll take a quick break and we'll give this a shot. All right. I'm the one that's got to pee tonight. We'll be right back. All right, and we are back with our beverage of the week. And like I mentioned, I'm so excited to try this beverage, Ben. The Lagavulin 16, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, probably my favorite scotch. I mean, the favorite beverage that we've ever had on the podcast. I mean, along with, um, what was the other one that comes in the the, the highly peated uh, Port Charlotte? Oh, that good. one is really good. Oh, as I gotta well. get a bottle of that. Really yeah. creamy, I'm that, actually. Yeah. And I mean, the I mean, obviously, you know, spending seventy or eighty dollars on a bottle for somebody that's it maybe doesn't like scotches thinks it's crazy to spend that much on seven hundred fifty milliliters of liquid. But yeah, I tasted it. Once you you just like uh, you have you touch that, it. No, you, you look at it, it. You feel it. <laughs> you kind of caress it. What? what? <laughs> no, I'm, but I'm serious. Like once you 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 with with the Isla's Ben. I mean, once you get that that taste in your mouth. I mean, the first time we tried. <laughs> <laughs> once you I'm savor, telling you, baby. Once you get it, in, once you once savor you it. That taste I mean, once you fit it into your mouth. Once you savor that shit. Uh, no, it, it, I mean, some of the Isla scotches. We didn't we didn't love them at first, but once. You come to appreciate the flavors that are in the Islas compared <laughs> and to. And I forced myself to like you it, did, but, but it's funny because we both kind of forced ourselves. But we were I, pro- we were prog and you were like, "Yeah, no thanks." No, well, when it's, <laughs> when it's, okay, when it's ninety degrees outside and it's like eighty percent humidity, you don't want to have an Isla Scotch. Yeah, you, you know, it's you don't want it's, you don't want you don't want peat and smoke. The whole bar was full of empty boxes of Islas. Empty bottles that nobody wanted to drink. <laughs> well, they were empty. They, like, Clearly somebody it. drank them. They poured it out. They're like, nobody wants this shit, dude. We <laughs> fucked up on it. We, we fucked up. So you, they ordered like a thousand bottles of Balmore, <laughs> yeah. of, of Lagavulin. Svetka, we, we of, fucked of up. Of We were like, fucked up. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants this. It's way too hot. <laughs> Maybe in the wintertime, yes, but not in the summertime. Um, no, but once once you be, be, once you you come to appreciate the flavor of Isla Scotches, I mean, you don't want to try anything else. I mean, well, you do. But nothing comes close to that smokiness, that peatiness, the fruitiness, the creaminess of these scotches. And we enjoy them so much. I mean, the, the Lagavulin 16, 
ah, it's amazing. I mean, for about 70 bucks, whatever, for the bottle, I mean, it's worth it. I mean, it would probably disappear within a couple of nights at my place. I, I, I definitely need to get a bottle of that stuff. But this Lagavulin 8, about 65, around, you know, 65 bucks. And uh, I cannot wait to try this, Ben. I mean, look. I mean, just, just looking at the color. Look at the color. There's no additives to this. Look at that. Oh, there's no additives to it. I can't wait to try this one. I'm uh, gonna listen to the review or read the review from the whiskey jug. These guys do actually hey, pretty good reviews. I, I, I scoured the interweb for for the reviews whiskey. that I liked. Put out by the distillery to promote their 200th anniversary. This was a fair one. It was a fair yeah. one. I thought this was was a fair review. Yeah. Uh, Legavol in eight years was originally released as a limited edition whiskey put out by the distillery to promote their 200th anniversary. It's an interesting, or it was an interesting move by a distillery to put something out that's younger than its flagship whiskey, the Legavol in 16 that Franny loves, mm-hmm. to celebrate that milestone. 200 years, Franny. 200 years. Mm-hmm. Most distilleries put out something older or pull from the archive to create something unique and rare or more expensive. So, what was the reasoning for putting out something that's half the age of the standard Lagavulin? It fucking tastes good. <laughs> it fucking tastes good. If it's one year, I'll take it. Exactly. <laughs> According to Dr. Nick Morgan Diageo, Director of Whiskey Outreach, it was done because they wanted the anniversary to be something that could be celebrated by as many people as possible, Franny. A very union-oriented uh, theory there. The Lagavulin Eight Years was also done as an homage to Alfred Barnard, who visited the distillery in 1887 and tasted an eight-year Lagavulin, which he apparently enjoyed and wrote about. And eight, he wrote about it. Yeah, in 1887, Ben. Yeah, and their this shit cur- must be good. <laughs> 1887. In their current age statement, obsessed culture. In our current age statement, obsessed culture. It's a bold move by this, and that's and it's hard, right, Friday? Like you and I. I'm trying to get myself to not because initially I think when I really when I really started to like scotches, uh, I was like, well, okay, I'll get you're you. Wel- you're welcome for int- introducing yes. you, Ben. Thank you. He's responsible. You were just, you were just gin. I was gin, just gin, 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 gin and beer all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I bought the 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 Glen Farkless twenty one or twenty five for you. Oh, the, it was the, it was the the Craig Elledge, the Craig Craig. Oh, the Craig Elledge and, and the Glen Farkless, and I was like, uh, the Glen Farkless was I think that was the twenty five year because I was yeah. like obsessed with the age, and I think that to get to their point, I mean, I, I was like, well, it must be good. It's twenty five years old, yeah. right? But it, I, I I don't think I've ever. I don't well, know if you took it home it's, or it's, if it's still it's, here, but I've never drank it since. Uh, the the Craig Elledge, uh, that one is at, at my place, and it's almost all gone. It's almost all the way to the bottom of the bottle. I'm just waiting for. Uh, uh, I'm actually waiting for Alex to come over and try it because he's probably never tried it before, and he, I know he loves his scotches too. Um, but it, 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 it doesn't always matter how many yeah. years it's been aged. And it took me a had, while to figure that out. Yeah, it did. I mean, initially I was like, "Oh, I'm going to be a big man. I'm going to get front of you at 25." And he, I'm and I good. Guess, and I guess, <laughs> give me as many 25 year old bottles of scotch as you want, Ben. <laughs> and I can see if, it on his face. He was like, "Yeah, it's not that good." <laughs> if your wallet is deep enough, then keep on doing it. Yes, <laughs> but it wasn't. It's uh, like about what 500 dollars for a Glenlivet 25. Uh, for more? Glenlivet 20. Uh, yeah, but the, the Glenfarglass, I didn't love the 25. I mean, the Balvenie 21. Oh yeah, I love. Yeah, actually, I had a Aberfeldy, or was it? I can't remember which one it was now. But it was a 16 year old. Um, that I took to Shima's a couple weeks ago, you know, to as a gift. That was pretty fucking good too. Yeah, I bet yeah. that was. Yeah, the Aber- <laughs> yeah. but all the Aberfeldies are good. Yeah, yeah. the twelve or the ten, ten or twelve. All I mean, the, the, oh, oh, good, oh, good. Yeah, they're good. good yeah. Sorry, in our current age statement, obsessed culture, it's a bold move by the distillery. So let's dig into the Legable in eight years and see how it nets out. 
Uh, it's eight years. The region is Isla. The distiller is like a Lagavulin. The mash bill is 100% malted barley. Cask, mostly ex-bourbon cask. The age is eight years. The ABV is 48%, so it's a little high, almost 50% alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's non-chill filtered, natural color, no additives. The price is around 65 bucks. Is that fair? Uh, I mean, for, uh, for, you Isla, for, I mean, for an Isla. I, mean, it was, I, I paid $62.99. Okay. The eye is light yellow, almost clear, which I love. Yeah. Uh, the nose is pears and apples, bowl out, uh, pears and apples bowl out of the glass, followed by notes of cinnamon, honey, peat, and rich vanilla, spirity malt with a light bit of bubblegum. Uh, they've never encountered bubblegum in any leg of woolen that they've had, but this is the thing about this young whiskey. It reveals characteristics that might not be covered up or might get covered up the older it gets. The palate is orchard fruit, Ronnie loves. And cinnamon, again, lead the pack, followed by notes of peat, vanilla, malt, saline, ooh, saline, white pepper, and a bit of bubblegum. They were fascinated by the bubblegum note. It usually gets a cloying bubblegum. They get a, a, a cloying bubblegum note with the French oak, but everything that they've read about Legavolin 8 says it's mostly ex-bourbon cast, so that was interesting. The finish is a long peaty row with twist of vanilla, malt, orchard fruits, and bubblegum. The balance body and feel decent balance thin body and a light feel overall legavolin 8 is a fruity vanilla laden and slightly spirity rendition of legavolin that's fun to drink even if it's not wildly complex it's a whiskey that brings a unique character to the table and fully displays a previously unseen side of the legavolin distillery in the mass market in the middle in the indie world young legavolins have been around for a while but none have been able to carry the legavolin name for legal reasons releasing this Releasing this as their big anniversary bottling is a bold move by the distillery, and it might be a potent a portent of things to come. It's true that young whiskey, especially peated whiskey, can be can be good. It's not as rich and as an older whiskey, but good and different. It's an interesting to see or interesting to see how a distillery showcasing showcasing I can't read tonight. It is so prominent. It was those shots that we had, Ben. I wonder how many older distilleries will follow in the Lagavulin eight year footsteps and release a younger age stated yeah. version and, and no i was gonna say well, you know, whatever uh, we're but done. i mean it's we're it's, done it's, we're it's, done uh, reading this. you know with with the uh the the art bag five the wee beastie oh the wee beastie was a beast i mean that That's was a, aptly named aged five years you know, i mean you don't have to age it you know 12 uh 14 16 20 years that art bag five. We yeah, but really... you do if you say, "Listen to us, forget your pots." Yeah, because <laughs> they expect they expect yeah. a twenty-one year. No, but that five-year-old wee beastie was pretty damn good. Yeah, it's, gone. I, I, it's I, not there. It's on it's the house not there anymore. anymore. No, I mean that was gone pretty quickly. It was it was your one of your post uh, podcast editing uh, uh, beverages, and that one was also very light in color, just like this one. But just that that harshness that you get on. On the back of the throw, I mean, because it's not as mature, it's not as smooth, but it just adds an extra element to the beverage. I mean, it was it was pretty fucking good too. I mean, it has that peatiness, it has the smokiness, it's just not as mature, but fucking good still. Yeah, gotta play a little. I, I love music. This is ideal. This is so. Strange. What made you pick it up, Ronnie? I mean, I found it. I mean, that's that's what I wanted. I mean, I, I, it was I, on I, the shelf. No, but it wasn't. It wasn't always on the shelf, though. But when I saw this, I'm like, "Shit, I have to get it." You know, it's even if it was a little bit more, I would still go and grab it. I mean, I've been trying to grab some of the the lower priced ones. Uh, you know, with the mortgage friendly, with the mortgage, with the mortgage friendly ones. <laughs> but this one, do they have a mortgage friendly section? They, at, should. At, they should. They definitely should. 
Uh, but this one, I, I, I've, I've wanted to try the Lagavulin 8 for a long time now. It just it wasn't offered, or it just wasn't available. And they had four of these left on the shelf. I'm like, fuck, I, I better grab this right now, or they might be gone. And today, or yesterday, I went last night, they were gone. I mean, there, there's no more of these Lagavulin 8s, so I'm, I'm so happy that I was able to find this on the shelf. And I, I mean, the Lagavulin yeah, 16... Love it, and I, I, uh, I can't. Yeah, wait. we're gonna have to get an in over there because they have the new. Yeah. Uh, Art Bag has a few collectors or uh, like not anniversary editions, whatever they are, like special editions that are coming out. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing you have to be there on the day that they put it on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's gonna be gone. I mean, these were brand new. I mean, like the you, know, you see stuff on the shelf. Sometimes there's like. Um, you know, a little bit of dust on them. It looks like they've been sitting there for a while. I mean, like these the were, Glenn Farkless twenty five. These, these were yeah. brand. These were brand. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I had to blow it off. <laughs> yeah, but these these were brand new. They were just put on the shelf. I mean, it seemed, I, I've never seen them before on the shelf at Total Wine. And once I saw them, I'm like, fuck, dude, I got to grab this stuff right now. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Cheers to you, Ben. Let's see how this looks here. I love the color though. It's it's very light color. Ah. Oh, nice and smoky and peaty. That PD is really. It really hits in the back of the nostrils. That I get nice a little PD. fruit. I'm not getting the bubble. Are you getting the bubble gum? I don't quite get it. It depends on the, what type of bubble gum are you talking about. Is it bubble yum? Is it uh, is it more like Wrigley's? Is it more spearmint or like probably bubblicious? I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Bubblicious maybe with the pink. <laughs> I think with the pink label. Yeah, but I'm getting banana. I'm getting banana. Getting the stone fruit. I mean, I guess I just get that awesome I, I sour, just, just but the, smoky, peaty, deep, fruity. It's almost, to, but it's all love, together. That, that's what I love about the Lagavulin 16. It's so well balanced with the peatiness and with the smokiness, and it's got and the it creaminess and the so thickness nice. to it too. Ah, uh, the, the 16's got that creamy <laughs> thickness to yeah, it too. But I mean, it's 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 it's, it's just so well balanced in the Lagavulin 16. I mean, I could, I could just sit I could here. just smell it. I, I, I could say. just like just sit here because it, yep. it's almost got an art bag, but it's not yeah. as um. It doesn't punch you as much. It doesn't have quite the sort of uh the 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 almost rancid peatiness and smokiness that art bag. Art bag's almost like it's almost spoiled. Yeah. How, but this doesn't have. But I'm just that. I'm just like sitting here smiling, smelling. I mean, just sniffing this stuff. I mean, this is like. I feel like I'm a huffer. <sighs> I feel like a huffer. I know it's it's I I just I mean love the Isla Scotches man. You got like hey a magenta, you got a magenta blue. Hey you got man. a magenta blue. I need I need you got you got the, the rayon. What's what's the what's the what's the what's the what's the those markers? I just by saying that I know exactly what you're talking about. I could I could I could literally smell it right now. I'm like I feel like I'm like in an not a- that I was a huffer or anything. <laughs> I feel like I'm like in an alley like with a paper yeah. bag. <laughs> You got a Crayola? You got the fuck? Got the good stuff? Hey, Crayola's, Crayola's having interesting. What is this Target brand shit? Hey, but it's pretty funny. Like, I, remember, I, don't, I don't know if they still have this, but I remember going to school. Like, oh, in, in, God, like, that maybe, smells good. Maybe fifth wow. or sixth grade, and they had those markers that had scents to them. Like, they were like, you <laughs> know, like, strawberry like, flavored like, you, or. Are you interested <laughs> in becoming a huffer? Here's yeah. some Crayola that smells good. <laughs> I mean, but they smelled good. I mean, who knows what that did to my brain, but they smelled good. <laughs> Whatever it did, it wasn't good. But yeah, yeah but I, I, remember, I, I, I remember that because like, they had like markers that smelled that good. It's like, like, would certain... you like your children to sniff markers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> would this... you like to make it easier for them to do it? But this is like a bull and eight though. I mean, I'm, I'm getting um, uh, 
the stone fruit. I'm getting banana. I'm getting that peatiness. I'm getting the smokiness. I mean, this is. It smells really nice. I mean, it smells much better. I'm, I'm enjoying this so much because it just, it does the smell. I don't want to drink it quite The yet. aromas that are coming through are way better than anything that we've tried in the last however so many weeks. I mean, because we haven't had an Isla on the show in quite some time now because they're a little bit more expensive. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, there, aren't that many, there aren't as many of them either. They're not that many. I mean, you know, if, I mean, if you, bourbons are literally probably yeah, thousands yeah. of bourbons. No, but if, if you actually look at the shelf, I mean, they have blended. Uh, smoky scotch. I almost want to pour it in my nose, but it's not like the <laughs> La, it's not like the Lafroigs. It's not like the Balmores. It's not like the Ardbegs. It's not like you know, like a Bullens. I mean, these are these are these are uh, things that need to be enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, I get a little sweetness. I get I'm getting a I get the smoke. Yeah. I get the peat. I get a little honey, maybe, but more of a sweetness. And I do get a little a little sour, like a little sourness, almost a vinegar, like a little bit of a sour vinegar in there. Yeah, once you once you start appreciating the flavor of these things, I mean, you really get into it. I mean, just the Islas in general. I mean, the, the Jura was also pretty fucking good too. Don't get me wrong, but that just does not have the same smoky. Yeah, and you can get into Islas. it pretty cheap. I mean, you can get an Arbeg ten. You can get a you yeah, can get, get a Lafroy ten or a Lef- yeah. I mean, you can get a a Balmore. But I mean, I like the Lafroy like better. I think they have a Lafroy Select. I think which is around like yeah. forty bucks or so. You know, I mean, you you pay twenty five for like a twelve year old Glenlivet, which is a space side. You get this, which is. Uh, well, not this, but like the Ardbeg 10 for maybe around 40, 50 bucks. You know, you see, you pay a little bit more, but I mean, the flavors and the complexity are just, I mean, it's yeah. just, it's I a mean, whole different world. Especially if you want to go, yeah. I mean, Ardbeg 10. I mean, maybe you don't want to drink the, a 90 degree weather. Yeah. The Balmore, <laughs> the, I mean, the Lafroig, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, even the Port, I don't think Port Charlotte has a, has a cheaper one. And, and, uh, yeah. Bunahabin or whatever, how you ever pronounce that? They're, all of those are expensive. Hey, it's the Bunahabin. Uh, the Kilburn, or not the Kilburn, the uh, Kilkoman are all expensive, I think, or in the expensive range. But you can get an Arbeg 10. Well, relatively. I mean, it depends on, you know, how much, uh, how deep your wallet is. I mean, uh, you know, if maybe if 100 bucks isn't uh, expensive. But if you really want to go full peat, full smoke, you got to yeah. get, you're going to have to pay a little more. Yeah, but uh, the Lagavulin 16 and the Port Charlotte heavily peated, two of my favorites. Yeah, yeah the Port Charlotte is probably time. my Right now, my all-time favorite. Yeah, cheers to Ben. Let's give it a Let's shot, man. I love the aromas. Ah, ah. I I wouldn't say. I mean, maybe it does lack complexity, but I'm not sure. I mean, it's not as complex as the 16. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty streamlined all the way through. But I love its smoke on the front, peat on the oh, back, big smoke and on that, the front, that, big that, smoke. That, that harsh, that slightly harsh finish that you don't get from the 16, but you get a harshness, but also a creaminess on the back too. Which I didn't expect the creaminess on the back because mm. I mean, it, it's almost got that art bag. But that that smoke, it's like you're putting smoke in your mouth. I, I get a little bit of vanilla. I get a little bit of pear or pear apple somewhere in that area. Yeah, a little bit of raisin. You know, it's like I get a, I get a little cinnamon on my on my like almost at the very back of my tongue. I, I get the cinnamon. On I a, definitely like do, way in the back. I do get the cinnamon at the back of the tongue, but I just love the smoky entry with that peaty finish with that harshness and that creaminess a little saltiness on the front of your tongue it is it is it's nice this is nice it's actually it's actually a little bit more complex than the first sip that i took and uh, when you think about the flavors that are there ah, for, yeah, i mean this mm. this eight is i think if if they set out to introduce people to a leg of to an isla a high quality isla at a lower p- price point 
they succeeded. I mean, I still think I mean, if if you're in the market to try one, I would I would say the Lafroy or the Balmore are probably more palatable to somebody that's not used to because we no, went start with the Ardbeg. We went straight Ardbeg. We went straight Ardbeg. I brought it to your house and you yeah. were like, oh, what the? No, fuck because is I knew this? exactly what I it was. I still remember your look on your face, like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I knew it would be a little He's too harsh. He's trying to be cool here. It would be a little too harsh for us. And it, it was harsh at first. And you're like, uh, do you have the Glenn Levitt 12? Uh, give a Glenn, uh, Glenn Fittich but, in the car. Know, talking give about a Glenn Moran J I could try. <laughs> hey, the Glenn Moran J is pretty good, man. <laughs> do, do you have anything but this fucking PD <laughs> shitty thing that you brought to my house that you think is expensive but also I would like? Because I knew we wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I faked it. You faked it pretty well. I faked but we it. started to appreciate the flavor because I wasn't a big fan. I definitely faked I wasn't it. I wasn't a huge fan of smokiness until I started to appreciate it. Like even like the Johnny. Are you Walker, saying I turned you on to the smokiness? You did that, yes. I, I turned you I turned you on to the whiskeys or scotches. The category but, just in general. But which but is pretty big deal. Me yeah. on to, <laughs> just pretty uh, big deal. But you turned me on to these these the Isla Scott. I mean, I, I, I could I could retire on Isla and just drink this shit like for the rest of my life after sixty five. But that's just my personality. I mean, that's why my nickname was Extreme Man when I was younger. Like, whatever I do, it's going to be like at the extreme. You're like, I'm going to try scotch. Give me the fucking nastiest, peatiest, smokiest shit you have. Yeah, but I mean, well, once like, once you get it down, I mean, it. it I mean, it's. I, I don't think we appreciate anything more on the podcast than a really good Isla, and this is a really good Isla right here. But look at the color, man. It's I mean, it, it, it's almost I mean, no you, color in that. You glass. do not expect that flavor from that liquid. At all. I mean, it's really a, I mean, pale, 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 mm-hmm. pale yellowish brown. Same thing with the Ardbegs. Yeah, I the mean, Ardbegs are very, it's sneaky because it it's, it's so light like and you, you drink it, you're like, wow. You think it's going to be even, like. A, even right now, thinking about drinking an Ardbeg, it's like, you got to prepare. Even, even me, as, as much as we love these, even now I'll be like, oh, I got to prepare for that Ardbeg <laughs> because it's so potent and so powerful. Even though it, it has no color, I mean, you, you taste it on your breath like the next morning. I mean, it's still it, there. It does. I got to take a shower and I'll be like, yeah, yeah. I, I brush my teeth the night before and I wake up and I, like after a, a night of where I drank a yeah. lot of Islas and I'm like, yeah. you're probably going to I'll the office. Smell it. You're probably going to the office on Tuesday and they'll be like, Ben, were you drinking right before you came in? <laughs> no, no. This was uh, a couple three days, days ago. ago. <laughs> but I mean, I, I I've just come to appreciate the flavor of of these islas with the smokiness and the peatiness and it's you get the fruitiness and uh i mean uh like uh, it's, it's, good. it's it's almost like asphaltiness you know it's 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 it's, it's, it's like all the things you wouldn't want yeah, the, all, everything you don't want in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> would you like some tar <laughs> you know it's it's like it, it, it you you don't you don't think that you want those things <laughs> in your mouth until it's in your mouth, and, and you're you, like, "That's not so bad. It's not so bad, yeah, actually, so bad. because it's nothing." I, I get Caligula. It's I understand <laughs> what he was up to there. I mean, I get it. It's nothing like what you've tasted before, especially with some of the lighter scotches. Because I was a lighter scotch guy, an easy drinking, you know, goes down easily. But then, you know, you introduced me to these Ben, and and I don't I don't appreciate anything anymore. I tried because I brought you. Yeah, I brought you. I brought you the art bag. I brought you a bunch of shitty scotch. I brought you like the. God, what was the other one, that green one I brought you that was, like, expensive, but it tasted like shit? I don't remember. Uh, that one. 
wasn't no. the Glenn Fittich. No, I remember that. It was an 18-year-old. It was an 18-year-old. Yeah, but it was not that good. It was like it was, a, No, that one was actually... I like, didn't like it as much. Once... Once we, I let it breathe for a bit. I forget which which one it was, but it was an eighteen year old, and even that one. After some time, I mean, the caramel flavors really came through. The custardy flavors really came through, just like the uh, the 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 oh the, the rye the the Dalmore was good right yeah. off the get go. But I mean the the that um, was it Portero. Um, oh, the old, old, Portero. old Portero. I mean, I had that also a couple nights ago. Man, the cinnamon notes that come out of that—it's it's it's really fucking good. I left a little bit in the bottle, you know. So I, I know you're gonna come over again, and 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 we'll drink. If you ever invite so we me, can, we can finish that off. If you ever invite me, uh, I mean, I, of course I will. But I mean, it's like on a Friday. Ooh, did night. you hear that, folks? I will wait until he invites me. I will wait patiently. <laughs> no, of but I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, of course, no, no, what I'm saying. Good. Is is if we drink like, on a, if man, we drink this week, Friday, this I is the night. Pre- this is pre- the week. I have to prepare for it because on a Friday night, if we get messed up, Saturday we're gonna do a podcast. So we we have to I have to like you know make sure I'm in the right mindset to uh, have like one hour of sleep, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know jump onto the podcast because you're gonna come home and sleep. You can nap easily. I have trouble sleeping, Ben. No, I don't nap, but I I just I'm older, so I, I need, mean the last like, time I, I just like clean up your kitchen. And the then last I go. time, the last time you came over, I like dump out cigarette butts I, I, and I, I clean I, up the kitchen. I, 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 you actually you did clean up everything. You had the, the sheets all folded on the on the couch. I got this. I got you those nice unicorn and and rainbow <laughs> sheets so you can sleep on the couch. Um, but you you did. Do, I, mean, I I seriously did not wake up until one o'clock, and even when I did, I was fucked up at one o'clock. And I didn't even wake up until I think I got up at like, like nine or ten or something. I, at work, people were like, "What's what's wrong with you?" <laughs> like <laughs> two weeks later. But this is this is this is good. Yeah, that's that is really good. What would you rate this, Ben? I'm gonna give it a nine. You know what? This is an Isla. I can't give it a ten because there's so many better Islas out there. Yeah, no, no. I but this is a- for an eight year. I mean, this is pretty yeah. exceptional. I would give it a nine as well, only because like one sixteen is a ten for me, and that's a little bit more complex, a little bit more creamy, a little bit more smoky, has a little bit more peat. As I mean, just it's 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 one of my favorites. So I, I, I if if it's one of my favorites, that's my ten. This is my nine, but definitely this is something that I would love to always have on hand. But it's not so far off from no. from the art. No, it's actually not. No. I mean, or maybe even like a I'm trying to think of what I could compare this to. Uh, I mean, the I mean the de- I mean the de- so many other ones are just they're more rich. Like the 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 older ones are just with more color from yeah. sitting in a the barrel. They're a little more rich. But I I mean the wee beasties. I'll, I mean just probably the wee beastie is where I'd put this. Uh, the wee beastie is a little bit better. less complex. I would say this is better it's than better the Wee Beastie. Yeah. Because the alcohol content is actually, I believe it's a little bit higher in this one. You don't feel the burn as much. You don't feel the kick at the back of your throat as much in this one as you do in that one. Obviously, this one has been aged three more years. But, you know, for the, uh, sort of an entry-level Lagavulin, um, I, I mean, it's it's pretty spectacular. It's, it's a really good fucking scotch. Yeah, I'm impressed. I mean, Lagavulin, this is definitely on our list. Uh, Franny will will not go with me. It sounds like to uh, to Scotland for the uh, Isla Distillery tour. I might have to go by myself. If I, you know, if I wasn't worried about a trip 
you know, I'm going to send on. you pictures with the fishermen. Like, I'm going to be like in there eating no, my eggs. No, you're eat, not going without me. Eating my eggs. You're not going and, without and my, me. And my, and my no, potatoes. we're going to go for a distillery tour, Ben. We're going for a distillery uh, tour. This is our uh, episode 375. It's Which now, is not too far off. It's now 200. It's, it's new, not too far off. We're, now, almost, too, it's we're almost at 200, all right? It's now 2026. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We'll make it, you know? Mm. That's good. I just didn't expect the creaminess to it. Yeah. As a nice, I mean, it has every. I mean, the creaminess. Because even it looks the so light. Is, it looks so light in the glass, but then you, you, you once it goes down, you, you get that 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 creaminess at the back of the throat. You wouldn't. You just don't expect yeah, it. Even from the, the color. Bag ten doesn't have the creaminess. It doesn't. It's a it's a little bit lighter, but yeah, this one's nice. This is nice. That is now. I see why they released it as an anniversary edition to introduce people, and 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 from what Friday said, it's empty on the shelf, so it worked. Yeah, it's gone. No, it wasn't there today or yesterday. So everybody knows. Yeah. All right. I'm at a nine. Franny's at a nine. Thank you so much, Franny, for finding this and being there at the right place yeah. at the right time. Yeah. Because I don't think I ever would have found this, tasted it, yeah. known about it. Even when I searched so, it, when I searched uh, it, I'm very grateful to you for finding this. When I searched it, it, it said limited, limited quantity, and you know there was four left, and yeah, I got to grab it. But I'm I'm very grateful, and I'm not saying that to be a wise ass. I am grateful, a wise ass, that you found this because I don't think that. Uh, I would have ever tasted this if you hadn't good stuff. been there and found it. It's good stuff. You just got to be there at the right time, I guess. I don't know. Mm. All right. Yep. What's next up on the big board? Next Friday? up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week. Fresh from May. Literally fresh. Yeah, I know. It was fresh. It was, it was, it was uh, poured into the growler Exciting. today. It is the Hazy Peach IPA from Midwest. All right. We'll be right back with our beer of the week. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week, Ben. Freshly poured today from Made West uh, Brewery, Ben. Um, I have not been to Ventura in quite some time, but I was uh, kind enough to uh, switch. Oh, were you kind enough? I was kind enough. To switch Is that a humble brag? With with one of my coworkers, he's a he's a really good dude. Uh, I don't know how many other people I would have done it for. But you know, yeah, you're welcome, John. Um, but you know, I mean, actually, I, I blew was, my I was, Saturday for you, John. Yeah, John. It's, I mean, it's not like well, I, I don't. I really don't have anything. I mean, I made money at the I, same time, but you know, I mean, I, it was really my sacrifice. I really, you know, on on a Saturday, I really don't have much to do until later in the afternoon when we do the podcast, which you know, love doing this, Ben. But, but I uh, love going to work even more. Love going to work. <laughs> uh, no, but I was I was out in Ventura today, and I didn't realize how close the Midwest brewing company was to i mean it's seriously a four minute drive i put it into my phone it's four minutes away and i'm like you know what i have to go there our longtime listener kim who's also one uh of you know she's a big fan of made west uh you know she would always buy stuff from this brewery and i didn't realize it was that close she never said it was that close <laughs> until I, i'm looking at the map because I, I forgot how to get to that place i, I, I haven't been there forever and uh and, and so i'm like just looking on 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 apple maps or whatever it shows like these apple maps apple maps yes <laughs> it's okay <laughs> on apple maps wrong with apple maps i don't know is, is there it, something wrong with google maps it just, it just no google maps is fine it makes okay. sense but apple Maps. i feel like they'd call it something else but yeah. uh i'm imap there you go <laughs> I'm there like you go apple ben maps. i i map uh and so like you know it's showing restaurants around the area uh it's showing stores around the area i'm like oh made west is like right there 
It's like right there. And so, you know, I, I made my way over there after work, four minute drive, and I grabbed multiple beers, Ben, but this one right here, the 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 peach haze IPA, seven percent alcohol, poured today, so it's fresh for you. Yeah, I mean this is I mean amazing. I, I tell my coworkers about the about the podcast, Ben. <laughs> That's true. You know, you always talk about, oh, you don't post beers, but all of my coworkers know that I have a podcast. That's there you true. Go. Fair there enough. You go. Fair enough. Uh-huh. Fair enough. Yeah. And they like me. Yeah, but fair they do. <laughs> they, I mean, seriously, Kim loves you. All right? That's smart. She's like a little kid. She's like six-year-olds and Kim. Well, she's as and Those tall, are the people that like me. She's as tall as a six-year-old. I was, but, I was at a party today, and every child was like hanging off me yeah, like I was a tree. She, so I attract a certain I think I she hates me people. more now because she loves you so much. <laughs> She's like, he's way funnier than you. That's not he's true. way more charismatic. I'm like, well, we, like, maybe charismatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her that. I think I'm very charismatic. I know you're very charismatic as well, Ben. But, you know, she uh, she she enjoys listening to you, I guess, you know? I can't, I don't think I, I can't really blame her. She, I don't think she listens to the podcast because of myself at no, all. I think she does. It's all She's just trying to you. make me feel good. No, she was. She, she's well, afraid that I. She doesn't even know you. She's afraid that you're she overshadowing me, me, and that if you don't count, if she doesn't compliment me, that for so I, I will grow yeah, but, but frustrated she, and quit the podcast because you're so much better that oh she yeah. has to compliment. Oh yeah, no, no, she's not afraid of of sharing her actual feelings, <laughs> and she's like, "You're terrible compared to this guy." No, this, that's not true. You guys don't even like. You guys should be on the same podcast. I'm together. Ian Rappaport, and you're Bubby. You're you're. Uh, I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the, what the Bucky Brooks. You're yeah, Bucky no. Brooks. Uh, I'm John Ireland, and you're Stu Lance. I like John Ireland though. Uh, no, yeah, I like John Ireland. Uh, Stu Lance got a little flair. Yeah, got a little. I, I, I like John Ireland. And Kobe yeah. Bryant got drafted. Who? <laughs> there was a person named Kobe Bryant that got drafted <laughs> for what? Uh, In the NFL draft? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, you know, people love that name. Uh, I can't remember where he was drafted. I got to yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely don't search just Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah, Kobe, Kobe with, a, with C. a C. Okay. Yeah, he was drafted out of uh, Cincinnati. looks like Cincinnati. Cincinnati. All right. Yeah. yeah. See. So, um, Kobe yeah, I guess you're uh, funnier than I am, man. Well, uh, funnier, maybe. Not smarter. Or, oh, you're way or, smarter. Or more yeah. intuitive. I don't, I, you're way smarter than me. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm don't. not going to give you that, but I'm way more handsome. Yeah, I'll give, <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true either. <laughs> We're going to start part. We're going to start posting. Because when you have. We'll have to start posting pictures. Because you have. We have, we have pictures on Instagram. Uh, but when when you have come into work and visited me in my office, they're like. They're like, he's 50. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I'm 50, I'm going to so look All I got to do is drink scotch and smoke cigarettes, 50. and I'll look like that. <laughs> that's that's the secret. That's the secret, uh, it's, people. It's the Keith Richards phenomenon. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I call this diet the Keith, the Keith Richards diet. It's the Louis yeah. C.K., yeah. I call it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Made West, Peach Hayes, and we have a couple more made west beers uh for the ready in the next coming week and actually it's funny because i went to total wine last night and i got a beer for tonight's uh podcast but then i saw how close this place was i'm like man i I, I, I." and we've liked a lot of the 818 brewery is that far away from us either it's over on like mason or desoto west is is it's a little bit more well known 
Oh, yeah, it's a, a sure. huge brewery, actually. And the tap room is very nice. And they also have one on the pier over there somewhere. That was, oh, it was a further drive. I'm not fucking driving that far. But, uh, you know, at, at the brewery. But they have really, I mean, we've liked everything they've had. So far, They have yeah. decent, I mean, they have good labeling. It's very mm-hmm. simple, but yeah. also to the point. Mm-hmm. And I, I look forward yeah. to it. That's and a I lot pre- of beer right there for you to drink, Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's and 32 pre- ounces for you. <laughs> and I appreciate their website. Uh-huh. That's like, that's that's definitely like 19-year-old Ben. Take like four of those out to the woods. <laughs> it's not a 40. It's, it's not quite a 40, but, you know, 32 ounces right We had the there. mini kegs back in my day. We yeah, had like the Grosch mini keg and the Dick Lacker mini keg. You know, you just tapped a little mini keg and it would pour out. Get going, get going with that it shit. Was, I think it was 64 ounce. No, it, no, it was 128 ounces. I oh, think. Jesus Christ, yeah, man. I think, I think. The Grosch mini That's keg good hydration really good. right there. It was good. You fish. Yep. You know? But back then, nobody cared what you did. Yeah. No. Now not, they're like. Not, not, in, uh, not up there where you were. At the, <laughs> upstate at the New crick, York. At the crick. At the crick. They were like, you driving home? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How much you drank? 128 ounces? Oh, that's good. At least it's not 280 ounces. <laughs> You're good. Just maybe turn your lights on. Can you turn your lights on for me? All right. Just be safe. I don't even know why it's a southern accent. <laughs> in upstate New York. I know. Seriously. <laughs> Y'all got beer in there? <laughs> you going to Poughkeepsie? Them hazard boys. <laughs> you ain't going to Poughkeepsie. You ain't going to no Dutchess County. Uh, you not, stay in Ulster County. Maybe not the appropriate accent to use for upstate New York. Actually, you have a little bit of a New York yeah, accent, little, but not much. Not much. When you say coffee, that's about it. But this is the Made West Brewing Company in beautiful Ventura. I appreciate the website because they, they, they make beers on the regular, so they're they're constantly making yeah. new beers. They don't have this is seasonal. Yeah, they don't seasonal. have a long the glorious. Other two that we have, also seasonal. You know, they didn't pay someone on Madison Avenue to write some ridiculous, you know, description of their beer like so many of the beers that we drink. It's like this yeah. is the best beer ever, and we drink it like, yeah, yeah, that tastes like shit. Uh, so this is straight up, very concise description of the beer. It's an hazy IPA hop with mosaic, cryo, and Idaho Seven cryo hops. It's fermented with a unique tropical yeast strain from Berkeley Yeast, and they finished this beer with loads of peach puree and strawberry puree, resulting in a vibrant colored best beer full of fruit flavor. It's called the Peach Hazy IPA. It's a New England hazy. It's 6.8% ABV, and Friday picked this up today. Yeah. Today. Poured today from the the brewery. Poured directly from... The vat, yeah, or whatever exactly. they call it, into the beer, into the growler, yeah. sealed, sealed, and canned, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool that they actually somehow yep. poured it in this can and sealed yep. it. I don't know the mechanics behind that. I don't know, but they have it, whatever it is, because they have a glass uh, growler that you can get, but you know, obviously with the glass one, I mean, I guess we could have sealed it. <laughs> because that has a cap to it. Yeah, but, I mean, but once I mean, you open it. But it's. I think they only have the larger sizes. I think they have like 64 ounce or something where I was like, there's no way we're going to drink 64 ounce. I mean, we could technically drink 64 ounces of beer, but I, I didn't think we'd do it in like one sitting tonight. Yeah, plus, once you open a beer, I mean, once, yeah, even I mean, if you open like, the top, yeah, I mean, yeah, once yeah. you open the top, I mean, even it's this beer, one, you got to drink it. This is 32 ounces. You're probably drinking maybe another glass at most, and it's the rest is going down the drain, unfortunately. But yeah, it's going down the rose bush over I here. I wanted to get the freshest beer possible for us tonight it's fresh and you know we've we've come Exciting. to appreciate some of the fruity sour beers but this one you have. i expect this one yeah, you're kind of a fru- oh please you're fru- oh please you're very fruity and sour at the <laughs> oh, same yeah. time oh yeah baby. you're fruity and sour that's true you're fruity and happy until you know someone asks you to do something you don't want to do then you're sour i could get sour <laughs> i could get sour pretty quickly too if i yeah, wanted like, yeah, to yeah i'm not gonna do that 
Yeah, no, no. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I never, I've never done that with you, though. No, I didn't say you did. Yeah. But you have been known to do that. When? I don't know. You could be, uh, you could be sour from time yeah, it's to time. Either, it's either happy or sour. <laughs> it's one or the other. There's no in between. There's, there's like, a little sourness in there. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, any, there's, if you, if, if uh, any, I've spent time with you. Uh, with your parents, you can get pretty sour. Uh, yeah. Okay, I, I could snap pretty quickly from you know from. Most people don't know that, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> oh, coworker guy. There you go. Franny can snap. Just so you know. At family, Franny, because not me. I'm like I've sort of never, family I've, adjacent. I've, you've snapped at me. <laughs> I've never snapped you've, at you. When well, did I snap at you? Remember we were talking about politics that one time? Oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you told me I didn't like tax, like politics don't what, matter, yeah, and, and, yeah, and, 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 and the, the tax cuts cost me like $30,000, and I was like, yeah, it matters. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, because $30,000, <laughs> I didn't like the fact that it cost me $30,000. <laughs> So you're, that was very upsetting. You're, even, you're licking your lips right now, <laughs> thinking like, about it. Don't tell you're me you're trying it not matter. to snap right now. <laughs> like this, this motherfucker. Like, uh, doesn't this matter. motherfucker. It's just a car. It's just it's a car. A car, man. I mean, you have a nice car sitting on the driveway. <laughs> it's just a Honda. What do you care? What do you care? And I mean, and, I mean, okay, you could have maybe gotten a Tesla S instead. You got the Tesla. Three. Yeah, three, exactly. So sorry, you know, you can't get a. Uh, uh, yeah, you should definitely stay in the union. Yeah. <laughs> you should definitely, yeah, you're you're with the proletariat for sure. I always you am. <laughs> Brotherhood and unity. <laughs> Down with the bourgeoisie. <laughs> exactly. No, but uh, let's give. A, I mean, when He's I pulled a Trotsky butt bumper sticker on his car, you saw it. It's a new one. I just added it. But uh, no, this um, right when I cracked this open, you could smell the peach. You could smell the hot. I mean, look. I mean, look at the beautiful, beautiful. Oh, did you get a good picture of that? I, I actually, I did. I sent it to you already, so I don't hear any complaints later. Oh, that's true. That's yeah, because I know. But I, I mean, the, the color of this, it, it's a beautiful. It's almost like grapefruit. Red, it's ruby, like a grapefruit. grapefruit. Actually, in the picture, color. it comes out a little bit more red. It's a, there's more pink in this one. I didn't. That's because it's I should, an I should, apple. I should, no, I should probably, apple doesn't I, I, take I should, accurate I pictures. I should probably actually take very <laughs> accurate pictures, Ben. But uh, no, I, I should He's probably. Gonna, I'm gonna see if I can get him to snap in the next five I should, minutes. I should probably. No, you're not. I should probably. It takes a lot, but I should probably get uh, you know edit it just a little bit to add a little bit more of the pinkness to it because it is it is a nice pink-ish yeah, grapefruity Apple didn't color. get it right the first time. Okay, I know. whatever. <laughs> but let's, let's, let's see how it smells here. Cheers to you. I mean, the color Wait, beautiful. did I snap that night? Was I, uh, well, I was drunk, though, that night. I think you slapped me. I don't. It didn't slap you, me. but I was. I had. Well, I was, when I woke I was, up in the morning, I was, I was making my that point. Was on, I think it was on like New Year's and I, was just, I, I slept over. Not in the same bed, but I slept over, and I, I, I there was like a there was like a handprint on my face. I think you slapped me while I was sleeping. Maybe I was snoring loud. I don't know. I was just trying to make a point. <laughs> that motherfucker cost me a lot of money. That's what that, that was my point. Uh it smells good though. It's almost it, it smells almost grapefruity because it does have that hoppiness. Uh, but it's also got a nice sourness nice, and a nice yeah, bitterness to it. Yeah, and that's what I was actually like when I when they asked which other beers I wanted, I, I saw this peach haze. I'm like, this is probably close to some of the ghosts that we've had on the show recently that we've enjoyed. Oh man! Yeah, I mean, it, just really the color nice. of it the is is beautiful. amazing. I mean, the color is. It, I, I I know it's 100 percent natural. And that's why I'm so impressed because yeah. it, to get this color, you usually have to get like some kind of ocean spray, yeah, you know, food coloring, red dye number seven uh, but thing. I mean, and this is all like, natural, it, it, it and almost, it really it looks like, good. It almost smells like a, a fruit puree with hoppiness. Let's taste it. Yeah, Cheers. it looks. I mean, thick this, this too. is fucking amazing. The color. Mm. 
The flavor, on the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fresh. It's definitely fresh. It definitely lacks crispness. It doesn't have enough carbonation. It does have, it has the fruitiness, has the peachiness, but it doesn't have the carbonation. And also, what it's lacking for an IPA was well, not the alcohol content, but the hoppies. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I would want a little bit more yeah. Christmas. Yeah, I, I would. would want I would a little bit, want more, a little Christmas. bit more Christmas. Yeah, I mean, it does lack uh, a little bit of carbonation. Yeah. I, I'm actually shocked by the flavor compared to yeah. the color. Because there was so much head in there, too. I mean, there was a lot of head when I poured that, and the color is beautiful. It smelled amazing out of the can. All of those things are true. Yeah, but the flavor... It's it's funny, like how many IPAs we've had on the show like, that smell great and you try them and they don't match the flavor. And this is one of those that don't match the the aromas that you're getting. I mean, it's not bad. It's a little no, dry. No, it's not bad at all. It's a little dry. It does have a dryness to it, which it is does. interesting. It's almost got a little bit of a, not a dankness, but a... It does have, it does have a little bit of... That skunkiness just on the I think back. They might have went almost too much with the puree, almost a little too I think hard so. with the puree. I think so. Maybe, maybe this batch was a little too pureed. Um, but mm. I mean, I like it. I could, I mean, I would drink it. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're at the, uh, but I just, I'm, I'm shocked that it doesn't have a little bit more crispness and a little bit more bitterness, especially with the way it looked. In the glass, when I first poured it, in the pictures, you'll see that. Because this, I mean, the presentation is like... Oh, yeah. I mean, this is probably one of the most beautiful beers I've ever seen. I mean, seriously. I mean, look at that color. That is a... And I wonder if adding the puree and everything limits the the, the fermentation you can get with the with the, with well, the carbonation. Alcohol. I mean, it may be. I don't know. But... I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's refreshing... Doesn't have quite as much flavor as I expected either. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, the aromas. There's way more aroma than there is flavor. But and it's quick too. You swallow it and gone. it's yeah, gone. Yeah. yeah, but if you're sitting at the brewery and you're just kind of chilling there, just just trying their beers back to by back, the beach, back, this back, might be really back. good. No, I mean, it, it is. I mean, this would be nice. I mean, just drinking out by the pool, but uh, it's it's refreshing. It's just not crisp. I mean, that that sounds kind of weird, but it's it's that's nice flavor, but it doesn't make your lips smack. Yeah, and at six point eight percent. I mean, this is a beer you could drink in the summer when it's hot. Yeah, uh, you know when you no, really, when you really feels, want a pilsner or a lager, lighter, and they have their pilsner. That's that's one of the other ones we have, which I'm excited to taste. The Midwest pilsner, also one of their seasonal pilsners, but it's just shocking how when you when you when you drink mm-hmm, it with mm-hmm. your nose in the glass, yeah, and, and then you much? take it away from the glass to mm-hmm. swallow it, it. There's like a dichotomy. There's like a yeah. There's like a disconnect because the the what's in my mouth does not match what I just smelled and put in my mouth. Most search for on <laughs> Pornhub for in Nebraska. In Nebraska, where you'll get your offensive lineman. Well, <laughs> oh. I mean, like you smell it, yeah. like you put your nose in there and you drink it, and you and you're expecting to get something different than what's in your mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, but I mean. <laughs> 
I, I don't know why we always laugh at these reviews. I mean, <laughs> but that's but that's what like that's, I mean, that's what true. I, like like when as soon as I take it away from my 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 nose, yeah, yeah. the the, the flavor is like oh, that doesn't match what I. But just once took. you guzzle that shit, <laughs> but, but, but once you know once it's over with, you're like I I, I made a thousand dollars and it seemed like it was okay. <laughs> no, but um, I did, I mean it's it's like that it's it's that one, I forget which brewery it was, but uh, Lauren brought us down a couple Ooh, oh yeah what was really <laughs> was good that, what was, was like one it smelled like, good but it, it was smelled not good. amazing it was like milky almost and i mean the aromas on the nose were i mean you would think that this is like one of the best beers ever and then once you drink it down You're it's like, like no it's lacking a lot of what was on the nose this one's lacking some of it not as much but it's still not what i expected for sure but I wonder if I mean, does the brewmaster not do that? Like they like they smell it when the first batch comes out, and then they taste it, and they're like, "Yeah, let's do this. Let's make mm-hmm. more of this." Mm-hmm. Like I wonder why they don't like match it because I mean, when it doesn't, when there's that disconnect, I think that that my brain is sort of like, yeah. I mean, don't uh, get, don't, get me, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's a good beer, um, but it's it's not. As good as I thought it would be. Yeah, but if that if the, if the nose oh, if and the, the color yeah. match the flavor, oh yeah, this would be yeah, lights out, lights out. But but that it's sort of almost like a yeah. I mean, it almost tastes like a like a puree, like you get like those mango purees you get at the store mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. the hell those like goya like mango puree or like uh, papaya puree. That's sort of what I, like that's what I get. So they might have gone a little overboard with the puree, mm-hmm. possibly. Presentation, amazing. Flavor, not what we expected. Ben, what would you rate this? I'm gonna go by I'm gonna say like more food coloring. <laughs> to give you the color, but add flavor. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a six. I would give it a seven. I mean I would give it a seven. I, mean, I was giving still, give it a seven. So I'm still, glad at least we're not the same on this one. It's still it's still a refreshing, enjoyable beer. I just expected more from it, especially since it was poured today. From the brewery, amazing uh, aromas, but the flavor is just doesn't match that. And let but this still note still good. Let this note be a commentary on Midwest Brewery. There's a, no, there's there's a lot of people there today. Midwest Brewery has been very quality in all the beers we have <laughs> tried from them. Yeah, we'll try a couple others. We have a double IPA and also a Pilsner that I'm excited to try too. Yeah, I mean we've had some really good ones. So this is just I think they they. I think it's about maybe the third offering for me. A little Maid bit West. too much pure. I'll take a little more though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, well, there's plenty in there. Feel heavy. The smell, Look how heavy that can is. Just, but the smell is so good. It's fun. It's it's just, it's laughable how large that can is. That's what search for most. In, <laughs> I mean, that's a girthy <laughs> search for. That's most a very girthy in can. Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> if you're in search of girthy of girthy cans. That's where you'll find them. Check us out in downtown Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina. Because yeah. girthy cans for as far as the eye could see. Just like at the draft this week, there were girthy cans for as far as you could see. Except for that one Eagles fan that didn't take a drink. Yeah, but they had all these hot people in the front, but there was in the back. They were like, like when they, were, they were trying to hunt for like Jacksonville fans. <laughs> Duval. <laughs> Did you hear that? I didn't hear that. No. It's Duval County, Florida, where Jacksonville is. And they had a least sign that said Duval. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. They're like they're panning through the crowd and you see uh, Urban Meyer freaking some girl in the background. 
That would be classic. <laughs> He's got the money. Oh, man. Yeah, but it's just funny because it's like, how could, how could, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I'm a Steeler fan. I'm spoiled. You're an Eagle fan. You're spoiled. Oh, yeah. I'm really spoiled, Ben. Well, you're spoiled with uh, many, many good years yeah. of, of high quality football yeah. playoffs and, you know, play championship games and, uh, you know, Jaworski and McNabb and Vic. I mean, a lot of good, a lot of really fun football. And but if you're a Jacksonville fan, like you had that one year where you beat the Steelers in a champ in a, in a playoff game, and then after that it was. I mean, they haven't been around very long since '95, so you know. Yeah, it's been a lot of good times since '95, though. No, you got the Blake not. Bortles I mean, they, years. They went to a couple. Of the, oh no, they had the, they they had the Mark Brunell years. Yeah, they had, they had a couple of AFC Championship appearances. Yeah, so I mean, more than uh, more than the Cowboys. I'm not taking a fucking shot this late. What do you think, fans? More than the fucking Cowboys. All right. I'm not going to make them do it, but we're for the gonna, record, I could have. Should we do a small one? No, we're good. Uh, yeah, you good. See, who's afraid now? <laughs> yeah, no, who's good. afraid now? I'm good. Uh, all right. So I'm you, pouring. I'm going to pour. I'm going to pour. Is it going? Is it going do you want to do a, little, a tiny, tiny one? A tiny, tiny shot. Uh, right, that tiny. was kind of mean, I guess. Because <laughs> you guys are back on top now. All right, just a, just a hair. You're back on top where you belong. Search for. <laughs> Search for most <laughs> in Tallahassee, Florida. Duval. Duval. On the panhandle. Very tiny, very tiny. Search for most. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> well, you never know. No, Japan. Search for it. Oh my God. I'm not touching that one. Search for most. <laughs> but I'm not touching that one. All right. <laughs> Very. T- Please let it be tiny. Search for most in Vatican City. Oh. <laughs> Man. Anyways, <laughs> seven for me. Six for you, Ben. I had to top that. I had to top the one. Housekeeping to finish up the show. We are a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head over to a website at thurstongold.buzzsprout.com. There you can subscribe, listen. <laughs> why do you have it? Why do you have it? Sub- 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 <laughs> yeah, but you're gonna ad lib ad libbing because yeah. you, you'll get there. You'll get there. No, because you know what you wrote down. You, I, but you ad lib at work all the time. Ad lib now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Check out our show notes. No, sir, the Gucci's look great on you. <laughs> <laughs> like you. Hey, personally, I think those Gucci's looked amazing on you, Ben. They just happen to be the most expensive. But yeah, those. <laughs> Check those out our show notes. That Lamborghini Links looks the nice. Stories on you. we cover. And our booze, and our beer, and our Monac, and our cognac, and our scotch reviews, everything. Anything that's aged in a barrel, we try it, we review it. No matter how much Ben hates the cognac, supposedly. Although I think you secretly drink them on the side. No. Yeah, you do. I don't like the fruitiness. Yeah, you do. Great. Great. We have links to our all our podcatchers download. Leave a review, please. People leave a review. Leave a five-star review. Ben, how many stars? Five Six, stars. Seven, five. eight, nine. If there's 10 stars, leave 10 stars. Exactly. Email us. Call us. Follow us on Twitter. Ben, what is your... At Gold Thirst. At Gold Thirst. Or on our amazing Instagram where we started posting pictures of beer. Once. Twice, actually, in the past couple of weeks. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Twice. <laughs> at Gold That's Thirst. Twice. At, no, at Thirst and. Sorry, at Thirst and. And uh, check out our amazing photos on there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Andy Warhol got nothing on this guy. 
Uh, nope. Andy Leibovitz. I can't remember any uh, famous photographers right now. Uh, the guy with all the stairs, but those are paintings. <laughs> the Vatican joke, though, man. Hey, oh. <laughs> well, I had. <laughs> you were waiting for it. It seems like you've waited 168 episodes just for that. I don't think if I hadn't gone to a communion today, I don't think it would have popped into my head. <laughs> that makes it even worse. It just popped All into right. my head. That makes it even worse. Wow. Okay. Well, they dress. You are going to help. Man. They dress. I mean, I, I know it's a big deal, but but you put a you put like an eight year old in a dress with a veil. I mean, it's 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 a little it's a little strange. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm Catholic, Ben. So, I know. You know I wasn't in a veil, you know, by the way, but you know. Not uh, yet. Not yet. Anyway. There's still time. We're going to marry you off one of these days. I'll marry you off in a veil. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. In Isla at the Like Vula Distillery. I would love that, actually. <laughs> I mean, why not wear a veil? Hey, why not? <laughs> On that little uh, the two by two plot that's on you guys. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be amazing too. <laughs> but wow. Luckily, there's five people listening at this yeah, deep at right into now, the podcast. This, yeah, exactly. Uh, but anything else to add, Ben? I'm good. All I'm good. right. Well, I'm thank good. you so very much, everybody out there, for uh, putting up with us this late in the podcast. If you're still listening, thank you very much. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.